Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. It's all about the chit-chat. That's what it's all about. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. On your car insurance, just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. You can be part of the festivities here. So the the story of the, the day, the late portion of the day into the night here, the overnight, involves the NBA, but not the NBA draft. Thank God, not the NBA draft. That's not till Thursday. By the way, you can hear it on Fox Sports Radio. But the story involves Kawhi Leonard. Yes, we are all fascinated. We're doing God's work here talking about Kawhi Leonard. So I, this is where I have to evangelize about Kawhi. Right? So if you've been out of the loop here, you've been buried doing something else and not paying any attention, uh, I'll, I'll fill you in here. Now, we are told that Kawhi Leonard 
currently on the San Antonio Spurs roster, even though there's no basketball going on, but he's part of the roster. Well, Kawhi Leonard and Greg Popovich got together, not in L.A., no, no, no. They got together in San Diego, supposedly. So Pop made a, a trek to America's finest city. Now, uh, the report says that Pop, uh, making the trip there for a meet-and-greet situation, a little press the flesh with his malcontent basketball player Kawhi Leonard. And it is believed that the reason that Greg Popovich traveled to uh, California to meet with Kawhi Leonard was a last-ditch effort, a stay, not of execution, but a stay of a trade by Popovich. The attempt was to use Jedi mind tricks to try to convince Kawhi Leonard to reconsider. At least that's the way this is being positioned. So let's discuss. And we'll frame it this way. It's very simple. The question, is this a good idea or a bad idea for the San Antonio Spurs, right? Now, if you're a positive person, you'll say, hey, this is a two-time defensive player of the year. He helped the Spurs in the NBA Finals. Uh, But I look at this as not a good idea. I don't look at it as a bad idea. I look at it as a terrible idea, horrendous idea, right? Uh, I got a couple of things. I've got human nature, and I've got a blessing in disguise. I got those two things, and we got some other stuff to discuss. But we'll we'll begin with the fact that if this is what the Spurs are actually up to, that Greg Popovich, last second, you know, when the clock's about to turn to midnight, you're trying to convince this guy, no, 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 come back to us. We love you. Come back. How pathetic is that? Seriously. How pathetic is that for the San Antonio Spurs? This is supposed to be a, a franchise that is very proud of what they've accomplished here. You don't go begging anyone, whatever, whether you're a basketball team, you're in a relationship, if you're the one doing the begging, you've lost. San Antonio, if this is accurate, you've lost. How pathetic Right? Let me tell you something about human nature. I don't know a lot about human nature, but I know a little bit. Uh, once someone has made their mind up, it's not going to change. Rarely does that change. And if, let's say, Kawhi Leonard is, okay, I'll come back. There are always conditions. Right? There's always conditions. Here's the advice. Move on. Right? Let it go. Right? This is classic NBA drama-o-rama, it does not end. It does not end. You know, people often kid around about the fact the NBA offseason is all about the melodrama. Here we are again. And the the report, Kawhi Leonard, who for years has positioned himself as one of the great introverts of our time, right, that he didn't want anyone to be around. It reminds me of another athlete, Marvin Harrison, from a previous generation in the NFL who played in Indianapolis and he – said one time he wanted to play in a stadium where there were no fans because he just didn't like the fans. And we turned out that it turned out later on that Marvin Harrison had a, uh, had a different side to him. Uh, but, uh, but that's a different conversation. But listen, Kawhi Leonard avoiding Greg Popovich, which is what's being tossed out there because he's furious with these public comments out of Tony Parker and Greg Popovich himself there that were not – fully supportive in lockstep 
with Kawhi Leonard. You know, quitting on the Spurs. He was upset by that. Oh, the chutzpah. I mean, my goodness, the, the gall of these people to question the integrity of Kawhi. I mean, what, what's this about? Now, the, the second part of this, I'm going to give the Spurs the benefit of the doubt, although it seems rather embarrassing that they are already in this position, that there are media reports tonight that the Spurs have bowed down on a trying to kiss the ring of Kawhi Leonard. But here's what they ought to be doing. They ought to be the grown-ups here, right? Wish Kawhi Leonard the best. You go, there's plenty. I, I used to work in radio in San Diego. There's some great restaurants in San Diego. Go there, and you have a you're not, wonderful meal. I don't know why. Did you live in San Diego, Kawhi Leonard? I don't know what that's all about. Anyway, you, it's very odd. So you go there, you hang out, have a nice meal, and you, you tell some old stories about back when the Spurs used to be relevant, uh, when they won championships. You know, it's a long time ago now. Uh, and you wish them the best. And you say, hey, by the way, we ain't trading you to the Lakers. So good luck. And you thank him because this is a blessing in disguise is what it is. What do I mean by that? If Kawhi Leonard stays in San Antonio, he's lined up to get what's called the Supermax, which is $219 million. But by a power play move here where he's trying to get out of the Spurs uniform, he don't want to be there supposedly anymore, then he's giving up that Supermax option. And instead, he's going to leave around $70 million. Now, I don't know if you know how much $70 million is, but just imagine like that scene in the cartoon where the, the cartoon character is in the office and there's piles and piles of money on the desk, and it's just over the top, over the top. Money, money, money! Everywhere there's money. Out of control money. Yes. So that's 70 million bucks, man. You really have to be motivated if this is accurate to to want to be out of somewhere for 70 million. I mean, that's, you know, I can put up with a lot of stuff. I've worked for some terrible people in the radio business over the years, but you know what? An extra 70 million? I, that would be an I like to call that a pacifier. And I would be perfectly happy with that. I would put up with a lot. It is the the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Now, I want to pivot away, but uh, this is a draft story, but it's not your typical boring draft story. Uh, so it turns out, according to uh, some, some people that claim to be in the know here, that the NBA draft, because of the league office, on Thursday they are trying to put the kibosh on the fun of the NBA draft. Now, the NBA draft has become, and the NFL is the same way, you can get the picks sometimes like 20 or 30 minutes before they're made. In the NFL, it's a little different than the NBA because there's not as much time. Uh, but there's been a mandate that has been sent down. The broadcast partners that are in the tank for the NBA, shout out ESPN, shout out Turner Sports, which happens to own properties like the Bleacher Report, uh, and uh, also Yahoo is involved in this as well. They are all on timeout. They are not allowed to break NBA draft picks. They can't. They can't reveal the picks early in the draft. Uh, there's been this mandate sent down from, from you know, God, uh, Adam Silver. And so that standard is in place. A spokes hack for the NBA said, we spoke with our media partners about our preference, and they want ESPN exclusive broadcast rights to be honored. 
Uh, and then the, the NBA, I love this, the NBA claim, but each organization will have its own editorial decisions, which is another way of saying if they don't do what we want, you know what we're going to do? We're going to stick it to them. Is what we're going we're gonna to stick it, kick it in the balls is what we're going to do. That's, that's their way of saying that. So this is actually a good thing. I'll tell you why. Because this will help out the fledgling NBA insider that's off the grid that doesn't work for one of the mainstream outfits they will have the opportunity to drop, not Woj bombs, because they got to call himself something else. You know, Woj is in the tank. He sold out. He took a job at ESPN. I worked with Adrian Wojnarowski at the NBC Sports Network. I love the guy. He's great. But at that time, he told, he told anyone who would listen, his mission in life was to stick it to ESPN. That was what Woj, he, he woke up every day and he said, how can I get a scoop? How can I screw ESPN? That was Woj. Now he's taking a check from him. So life changes, right? You know, if the dollar amount, this, this goes back to the, one of my theories on life, right? One of my axioms of life. If the dollar amount is enough, you can pretty much do anything, right? You, any opinion, any morality, any of that will change based on the dollar amount. So if you're expecting a lot of NBA draft insider stuff, you're going to have to go out to the fringes, right? Now, this is actually good for our guy, Chris Broussard. Who's now he's going to be on the air on Thursday, but I would think I don't think this mandates for Fox Sports Radio. I don't think the NBA. We're not in the tank with the NBA. Last I checked, maybe are we in the tank? No, uh, I, I've got no memos that we're in the tank with the NBA. So this could be good for Broussard, right? He can get back on the you know, the map here and break a bunch of you know gossipy things and all that, while these other guys are handcuffed and they can't they can't do it. So all right, we say hello to Edmund Dallas. Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia bombs. Any Garcia bombs tonight, Eddie? Will you be breaking any bombs? We, you'll have to just stick around to find out. Big news. Yeah. Big you know, stuff. I worked what? I worked with Woj as well. well. We did. We both have that in common. I shouldn't say that, actually. I worked, I worked in the same market as him. His first big job, believe it or not, was working at the Fresno Bee. It's a big job. It's yeah, a big market. Well, well, they, they, they had just hired Jerry Tarkanian. There's a lot of farmers that need their NBA stuff covered. Perhaps they know. do. They had just hired Jerry Tarkanian, and they and he knew if I go out there, I'm going to have some juicy stuff to write about, and I could get my name out there, and that's exactly what happened. He came out to Fresno. There was all kinds of craziness going on. He got to write about it, got to the attention of the, the national uh, folks, and uh, then went on to bigger and better things. That's good. See, there's a guy that's ambition. Right, he knew that that was a stepping stone job, and he went for it. I like that. I like people with ambition that that are motivated. That's a good thing. Yeah, Something just worked out. Kind of like Kawhi Leonard, very ambitious and motivated <laughs> to. Uh, I don't know what that's all about. Their best. Man. I wonder what restaurant they went to. I'm trying to think, like what part of San Diego? They need the Heidi Tidy part of San Diego where they the gas uh, lamp, right? Yeah, Maybe that's like the there. nice part now. Not when it didn't really exist when I was there. Uh Maybe some nice Mexican food. Some great Mexican restaurants in San Diego. Old town area. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Well, I'm sure we'll we'll find out. I, I'm dying to know. Now, have you been? Have you been to San Antonio? Uh, I've not. Have you, you? not? No, I don't know. I was wondering how, uh, you know, better Mexican food, San Antonio or well, San I've heard Diego. from. I have a friend of mine in Dallas that has been to uh, to San Antonio. He used to live out here, and he he does not enjoy the Tex-Mex. He feels like that is blasphemy on Mexican food. He likes the more authentic Mexican food, which is not Tex-Mex. 
So that's that's a uh, sin. You know, uh, Roberto has said, you're shaking your head. Yes, Roberto. That is not Mexican food. Tex-Mex, right? <laughs> that's not, not Mexican food. That is, that is wrong. That's a wrong. sin. A sin. It's a strong, strong <laughs> He said it's blasphemy. It's a hot take there from Roberto. <laughs> blasphemy, like you said. Yeah. Well, I've eaten at like, restaurants that serve Tex-Mex, just not in San Antonio, and I did not enjoy it either. Like, I feel like that's... That's not what I'm used to. That's not, you know, I love, I love Mexican food, but I didn't grow up eating that. You know, that's not the stuff. Anyway, all right, we'll take some phone calls. If you want to be part, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. I just want to point out again, what a buzzkill the NBA is. I know why they're doing it, right, because the people at ESPN complained. But I believe this enhances the draft experience. It doesn't take away from the draft experience that people are talking. You want... All you really want, if you're an operation, you want people talking about your business, right? It's good. It's a great night for the NBA. They're talking about the business. Uh, Eugene in Chicago writes, and he says, uh, Ben, Kawhi Leonard will be 27 years old. He will get it with Boston or the Lakers anyway after one season with them. Uh, he says, Lakers anyway after one season. San Antonio should trade him to Boston for either Brown or Tatum and a first-round pick. Yeah, well, I saw the the story going around is that uh, Leonard has informed potential suitors that he is going to sign with the Lakers in 2019. Sounds like Paul George 2.0. And uh, sounds like a good decision by Kawhi. Yes, guy. yes. I think that'll be good because Kawhi will break a lot of hearts with the Lakers when they then they're uh, still not very good and they have Kawhi Leonard. Be very come on, man. be very upset, be very upsetting. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what Danny Ainge is saying. I wouldn't touch Kawhi Leonard. I don't know what someone's going to trade for him, and someone's going to be very upset when they get him because he is going to be exposed uh, away from San Antonio. I mean, you got a guy that quit. He played nine games. Kawhi Leonard played nine games last year. That's it. But he'll help. He'll, help, he'll have uh, help from LeBron and Paul George here. So oh, that's, right. okay. that's, that's right. <laughs> Uh, you're you're a daydreamer and a night thinker is what you are. That is, uh, yes, absolutely. Okay, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine again on Twitter at Ben Maller. That is at Ben Maller. You can be part of the festivities, and uh, we'll call this one no water bottle. We'll call it no water bottle. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Mr. Wonderful says, since it's a slow sports news day, can you just... Debate Tex-Mex versus classic Mexican cuisine for the next three and a half hours. Uh, Sure. Yeah, we'll do that. Why not? Give the people what they want. Uh, I don't like anything that involves the word fusion, right? So when I hear, if you want to do a deep dive on Mexican food or Tex-Mex, right, it is a, uh, they use the word fusion. They say it's a combo, a fusion of Mexican and American cuisine. The word fusion is a bad word. Don't like the word. Anything involving the word fusion, I generally am against, as a rule. As a rule, I am against that. Uh, here's a guy named Damned who writes in. He says, I hate Rachel in Montebello's singing portions. Please start blowing her up. Uh, 
he says he signed this to Danny, but I think you mean Roberto, who's here. I mean, Roberto's taking over here, my man Roberto. But uh, no, listen, you're jealous, uh, whoever you are. Uh, you're jealous of Rachel, her success. We've got a talent show coming up in July. She's going to be great. Uh, Randy says Kawhi Leonard practices at San Diego State where he went to school. And he points out he thinks the best restaurants are in Little Italy. I realize that Kawhi Leonard went to San Diego State, but I thought he didn't live in San Diego. Most people go to college. They don't live. They don't still live on the campus. I know it's a little different in San Diego, but still, you usually go to college for a couple of years, and then you move on. You go somewhere else. It's generally how it works. Am I wrong in that? Like, I don't live on the campus of Saddleback College. I don't. I moved on. I stepped out. That's what I, that's what I did. Yes. Absolutely. I, I moved on. All right, uh, so this is a crazy story. Now, Eddie, I don't know how much you're watching the World Cup, which is on Fox. You better watch. Uh, but uh, you know the story of why uh, the the Mexican soccer player, there's one of the guys on the Mexican uh, team in the World Cup, is not – this is crazy. He is not allowed to drink from water bottles or wear the same practice uniforms as his teammates. Now, uh, superstitious? Uh, no, no, it has nothing to do with superstition. This is a wild story, man. I had to, I had to look at this twice because I thought, nah, this is no way. This seems like it's from a movie, like a crime movie, Eddie. Uh, then look up the name Rafael Marquez. Uh, he's a player for the Mexican team in the World Cup, and according to a, a report out of New York. Marquez is on the U.S. Treasury Department blacklist of people that they believe help launder money for the Mexican drug cartels. And because of this, uh, I didn't even know this existed, but because of this, there's apparently a rule uh, that American businesses, banks, and other individuals cannot interact with people that are on this list from the U.S. Treasury Department. This guy ended up on the list. so he cannot wear any of the sponsors that have you know American companies for the World Cup, which apparently is the the practice uniforms covered with those from the Mexican team. And he can't he has his own water bottle with no logos on it. He's not allowed to use the other his teammates' water bottles he can't use because they also have the logo on it. How well, wild is that? That is pretty wild. What would happen if he were to drink out of the same water bottle as his teammate? That's a great question. Does the company get fined? Is uh, I don't know. Uh, this is the first I've ever heard of it. Right? I mean, this is so he he was accused of being a, a front of one of the biggest drug traffickers in Mexico, and he's in the he's in the World Cup. That's wild, man. How about that? Now that, that term, money laundering. Isn't that one of that? That goes back to the mob days, right? And they just they kept it. What if the mob had used you know something other? I mean, what if they had not gone to laundromats? What would the? What if they? Had, I don't know Chinese restaurants or something like that would be. Uh, what they, the terms grandfathered in, right? Am I, am I correct in that? I believe I'm accurate. I heard that along the way. That the you know the process of concealing money that was obtained illegally and then passing it. Uh, through the mafia owned a bunch of laundromats back in the day in the United States, and because of that, the term money laundering has been grandfathered in. It's crazy. I, I, what if again? What if the mob had just <laughs> decided to, I don't know, buy a sports franchise and money launder that? You know, <laughs> what would the term be? I don't know. 
right, let's go to the phones and uh, let's say uh, who's next in L.A. Pachi in L.A. is next on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Pachi. Hey, what's up, Dan Mahler? Uh, just hanging out, man. I'm chilling, man. And so what you think? Who's going to win the World Cup? Well, I, I'm glad you asked. Now, I, as you know, for years I have – my opinion of the World Cup has been very valued, and I am someone who who has a lot of influence on the World Cup. So I'm going, I'm going with Argentina. Yeah, I, I am a soccer wonk. Yeah, Argentina is going to win. I am an expert on the World Cup. That's what I am. And what do you think about Mexico? Uh, what do I think about Mexico? I don't know. I know when they score a goal, there's an earthquake in Mexico. That's what I know. Man, I think Mexico's going to win it this year. You want to bet? I'll take some of that action. How about that? I'll take some of that action. <laughs> <laughs> you want to bet? What kind of odds can I get on that? <laughs> hey, listen. That's a good one. All right, I know you're into Apache. How you now? You watching only Mexico? Or you watching the other games? You just watching? I the, watch all the games. You really do? Look at this. This guy. Now I saw the ratings were considering that the U.S. isn't in it. The ratings on Fox were were pretty good for the World Cup. They did. They didn't do. You know, people were were having doomsday prophecies for the ratings because the uh, because the U.S. team wasn't in, but they did pretty well. So yeah, I've been watching them all day. All day, all night, the whole thing. Uh, yep. All right, Pachi. I get, yeah. I get off work at 3, I sleep two hours, and watch the game. That's dedication. God bless you. You're doing God's work. Now, can you can support all the advertisers, too? That's what you, There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you, Pachi. About that, man. <laughs> I, I was looking at some of the, the ratings that came down, and uh, the overnight ratings uh, for the for the major markets – it didn't do so well in some of the major markets, but still, considering by the fact that the uh, the U.S. wasn't in, I think they were 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 pleased that people were still engaging in the in the World Cup. But it's it's one of these things you you're building up to a crescendo, right? Isn't that how this works? It's like kind of like the opposite of like the college basketball tournament. The crescendo is the first couple of days of the tournament, and after that, people lose interest. But in theory, the World Cup, you're building up to this amazing. As long as Mexico's in it, the <laughs> ratings will be good. <laughs> as long as Mexico's in it, I'll uh, I'll be watching. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm a former soccer player, so I played the game. I, I go way back with soccer. All right. What they, position did you play then? Uh, I was a forward. You know, slow. I was a slow, uh, kind of a grinding <laughs> forward, <laughs> lumbering. I covered about you know about five feet of the field. I was, but that no one you know when the ball yeah. came near me, I was like, yeah. get it to me and I will kick it. Yeah, I'm not going to run to it. Yeah. Yeah. but if you get it to me, yeah. I might kick it. If the ball happens to come in my territory, I will, I will kick the ball, or I'll use my head. Is what I will do. All right. Anyway, time now. Uh, we'll, uh, we're coming from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. We'll get to the legendary mistakes, but right now, Eddie Garcia. We'll give you the latest. Eddie? Well, then news from the NBA where San Antonio Spurs head coach Greg Popovich has reportedly traveled to Southern California in what is thought to be a last-ditch effort to try and convince disgruntled star Kawhi Leonard to stay in San Antonio. Of course, Leonard reportedly wants out over that big controversy regarding his injury and could he play and didn't want to play and team doctors and all that kind of stuff. Baseball games of note, the Astros franchise record tying 12-game winning streak comes to an end. They lose at home to the Rays 2-1. Yankees over the Mariners 7-2. New York now has a one-game lead on Boston atop the AL East. Red Sox lost to the Twins 6-2. Brewers over the Pirates 3-2. Milwaukee now is on top of the NL Central by a half game on the Cubs. Chicago split a doubleheader with the Dodgers, losing game 1-4-3, winning the second game 2-1-10. And the Angels down the Diamondbacks 5-4, so Arizona 
Arizona's lead on LA for first in the NL West is down to a game and a half. Soccer day six at the World Cup. Russia beat Egypt 3-1. It was Senegal over Poland 2-1 in Japan. Beat Colombia 2-1. Day seven of the World Cup will get underway at 8 a.m. Eastern time on Wednesday. It is on FS1. This report brought to you by True Car Online. Car shopping can be confusing. But not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, I don't know if you saw this, but apparently uh, a baseball player wants to be like LeBron James. LeBron James! That would be Giants closer Hunter Strickland. Yeah, I saw uh, that, He is out six to eight weeks. He punched a door after he uh, suffered a blown save and a loss what a dim against the Marlins. And so he will miss a giant chunk. Of the season. Of course, he, LeBron did this, right, after losing game uh, one to the Warriors. Allegedly, although there's video yeah. of his hand, it didn't look swollen at all before game two. So, uh, yeah, what an absent-minded absent minded moron this uh, Hunter Strickland is. It's always but. a good idea to, to punch something with your pitching hand in anger, you know. Yeah. Brilliant. Like, you, you he, still get paid, though. The union in baseball set this thing up, like, in – in most jobs, now I don't. I, maybe I shouldn't say this. I'm, I'm, I'm talking out of my tushy. But if you cause an injury, right? If the company is not at fault, do they still have to pay you? Is that how it works? Like the well, Ben, the 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 door that he punched, it yeah. should have been padded. I mean, the, the club's got to see that coming and take appropriate measures. The, the the problem is that he doesn't know how to punch. There is a way to punch even a door, and you cannot injure your hand. I mean, you can't. You, You'd really have to punch it extremely hard. It's all about the 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 positioning of the fingers there. You know how to throw a punch, right, and not break your. It's been quite a while since I have thrown a punch, but I've never broken anything in my hand when I did. Well, throw you don't a punch. put the thumb inside, like no, when you make certainly fist, not. No, no, because no, you're no. gonna break. You're gonna break a bone yeah, you put in that your hand underneath your fingers. Yes, you put it. Yeah, kind of behind, if you will. But you don't put it. You don't tuck it. If you tuck the thumb, you're going to cause an injury when you throw a punch. I believe he tucked the thumb. I believe that's what Hunter Strickland did. That's a bad job by him. So uh, the Angels years ago, when I covered the Angels, they had a punching bag in the runway. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they had a punching bag in the runway. See, the the Giants should have done this. Yeah, they should have. Uh... <laughs> Hunter Strickland's the guy that had the gripe with Bryce Harper, and then Harper. This is like a couple years ago, and then Harper like threw the helmet at him. Remember that in vaguely, San Francisco? Vaguely, I remember that. I think that's the last time we talked about Hunter Strickland. Yeah. That's about it. But things are going very well for the Giants. They uh, this is a quite quite the run here. They they've got all those guys kind of hanging around. A lot of those players that helped them win the World Series, and uh, things are not going so well for. But the, it's an even year, Ben, for the Gigantes. Oh, that's over with now, Roberto. No, no, <laughs> that's over with now. They're just bad. They're just mediocre. The Giants. That's all they are. Uh, and they're dropping like flies. All right, it is the Ben Mather Show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com. Get a free rate quote. You can be part of the festivities here. Ernie says, Ben, being a huge soccer fan, I'm sure you'd be a big fan of this team in Miami. Uh, And he says, Fusion FC. Oh, is that the name of the the name of the soccer team? Fusion FC? Yeah, I'm I'm out. I don't like the car name Fusion. I don't like the word. I don't like when they combine hey, foods. I, I drive a fusion. Like I said, Eddie, I don't like the word fusion. I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all. Uh let's see. Cowboy Killer says, How are you going to eat good Tex Mex in California? It's, it's not Cali Mex. Yeah. He, uh, he said I think it was an attempt at, at some humor there. Believe that's 
of what he was going for. So who's the leading scorer, Eddie, in the World Cup? Who's who's the leading scorer? You know who the uh, leading... I, I know Ronaldo had a hat trick in his first game, so I'm going to go with him. Well, that is incorrect. The leading scorer for the World Cup, the, this would fall into the category, we'll file this one into the category of legendary mistakes. The leading scorer in the 2018 FIFA World Cup is own goal. Own goal, who? Eddie. Uh, Who does he play for? Never heard of. Well, a number of different teams. Uh, There have been own goals in five of the first 17 World Cup matches. Five times teams scored goals in their own goal. Now, the odds on this, I saw somebody post the odds on this, and if you had bet, conceivably if you could on the offshore book, but if you had bet $100, that there would be a, an own your own goal in every particular match at the World Cup in Russia, you would have won almost six grand just on wrong goals, right? On teams scoring yeah, in their scoring own, their own net, on, yeah. on their own on their own. That's like the uh, is that who's the basketball player? Well, it was Ricky Davis back in the day who attempted a shot to get a triple double? This is my like a J.R. Smith type move. Like I could see J.R. Smith scoring. If he was playing in the World Cup, he would score uh, an own goal. Uh, he would do that. 29.4% of the of the matches early on in the World Cup had seen someone score a goal uh, for the uh, for their, the wrong side there, their own goal. Anyway, all right, so the Ben Mather Show on Fox. Matt is in Pittsburgh, and he's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Matthew. Hey, yes. How are you, uh, Benjamin? How are you doing? Any luck on the dating scene here? You were trying to pick up on Tammy in Montana. How's that going? Well, Tammy has not contacted me, but this sober chick on Facebook did. She's uh, she's real nice, man, real nice. Now, I thought part of rehab is you're not supposed to get into a relationship until you're through the rehab. I thought that was part of it. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm not in rehab. I'm okay. I, I'm out. I'm yeah. out. But All right. it's, yeah, All right. So you got, hard, but you got man. needs, and uh, you know, you, you got things you got to take care of. I understand. Uh, so completely. Thank good. you. You've yes. always been understanding, Ben. I appreciate I'm that. I'm looking out for you. I'm very concerned about you. Is what I am. Yes. Yeah, so Tammy didn't like my accent. Is that what it was? We've not heard from Tammy. I, I, maybe she'll call in later on, or she'll, I know she'll call at some point this week. We'll, we'll find out. You find a lot of uh, women outside of Pennsylvania are, are annoyed from your accent? Do you get that off? <laughs> I personally don't get it because I'm a little, uh, my face, like, not, you know, negates my accent, so I'm not a bad looking so you, guy. So you think you're good looking. That's um, a little douchey. I, I've been told yeah, that. Yeah, a little douchey, you know. Because <laughs> no, no, seriously, hey. no, seriously, good-looking people who say they're good-looking, you want to punch them in the face. That's how pe- that's how most people look at that. You realize that, well, right? I got punched this weekend. I mean, it happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. You get punched a lot, don't you? No. You no. you strut around like you're on the catwalk there, like the pretty boy. Is that what you do? Is that how you picture me, Ben? Is that what you picture well, me? I mean, you're, I'm, just, I'm just going by your words here. I mean, you're, you're talking about I'm good looking and all this. I mean, who who says? Hey, that? I've been told this. I mean, I'm I don't, I don't have the best. Uh, I've been told I'm ugly, <laughs> so I've been told I'm very ugly. So when I go around, people say, "Oh, you're it's ugly." Fine. That's what I'm told. But you're tall, man. I, I, I am tall. tall. I got that. Women do like the tall thing. They do go for the yeah, tall see? thing. They seem to everybody enjoy has uh, things. That, you've you've got to play. You got to play to your strengths. Just like it's exactly. like athletic competition. You have to play whatever advantage you have. You have to play the advantage. Yeah, I can't play basketball, Ben. I'm like 5'11". You know what I mean? I'm a football player. That's oh, it. Oh, please. Muggsy, Muggsy Bogues played in the NBA years ago. He yeah, like, but he, he can was like run 4'11". faster than I can. I'm not that fast. I don't think he could run that fast. He had big thighs. 
He's well, yeah, he's quick. You know, he's quick yeah. couple steps, and he's small. I mean, he can't if you if you bump him, it's a foul. I mean, you know what I mean? It's, he was good. He's fuck. Allen Iverson was my favorite. I mean, he, that dude was amazing. Yeah. Well, Earl Boykins played more recently. He was a little taller than Muggsy Bogues. He's like five foot five. See, look at you pulling those stats out. Now that's how you got your wife, right? Yeah, I dazzled her with sports stats, and she was. Uh, I swept her off her feet with ERA and uh, advanced statistics. She was very excited about that. Yes. Look at you go, man. See, you're the arrogant one now. See, now people want to punch you in your face with your numbers. You know all those numbers you're throwing out. Don't yeah, you think? yeah. Well, clearly, if you give a lot of stats, people want to they want to kick your ass. Absolutely. You sound tired tonight, Ben. You need. I coffee. sound tired. You want me to? Am I am I not giving you enough enthusiasm here? What would you like me to do? Was it the World Cup? I talked too much World Cup, right? That bore, that brought the show down. Two World Cup stories in an hour. I'm gonna get in trouble for no. that. Is that a sin? No. No, as long as you don't curse on air, you're you're fine, man. What, what do you want me to dance? I can dance a little bit. You want me to dance to prove? Uh, I'll do the foxtrot. I can dance. Man. I can dance. I'm a, I, yeah. I was a professional dancer before I got into radio. I spent seven, uh, seven years off-Broadway. I wasn't on-Broadway. I was off-Broadway. Really? The only difference between on-Broadway off uh, versus off-Broadway, as you know, is the size of the theater. It's the no, number of seats. The size of your feet. I thought you were going to see a big feet. Well, well, you listen, I know you're attracted to about my feet, but I, I don't want to talk about it. All right, I got to go, man. Thank you. All right, go to bed. All right, thank you. Sound tired. How dare you? Why would I sound tired? Look at the time. Why would I be tired? Bright and early, man. I'm perky. I'm ready to go. Who would be tired at this time? What kind of, what kind of animal would get tired at this time of the night? What's wrong with you? All right, time now for we're going to have the MLB pick. Here's the Who Am I game. Here is the Who Am I game, and uh, let's get it done. Now, in baseball parlance, there's the clutch player that hits home runs late in games, and then there's the guy that does a lot of his work early in games. I remember years ago there was a Hall of Famer by the name of Mike Piazza, and he seemed to hit so many of his home runs in the first, second, or third inning. It was maddening, Uh, but he did end up in the Hall of Fame. But here's the Who Am I game. Entering play on Tuesday – I have hit the most first-inning home runs in baseball. Again, entering play on Tuesday, I lead the big leagues with the most first-inning home runs in the major leagues. Who am I? The answer, next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. I don't care. I'm leaving. Goodbye. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, the MLB Pick'em coming up in a couple of minutes. Now, I want to point out, not that I tank the MLB Pick'em, but I'm all about gambling, all right? And I gave out not one, but two five-star selections. One of both. You parlay those, you're paying your mortgage, you can buy a boat. You can buy a brand-new boat. I remember when I used to do the... The weekend show on Sunday mornings, and I would drive in, and they had these scam casters, these degenerates that would sell their picks on the radio. They do this like half hour infomercial, and I would listen to this on the way. It was paid programming, and this guy would be ranting and raving. He's like, you, you follow me, you're gonna get yourself a yacht, 
And he, he would go on and on. It man. still comes out on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you hear it on random radio stations. Yeah. Be careful, Roberto. You hear it on random radio. I love that. I, it's such a. I, I can't imagine anyone actually listens to that and says, okay, I'm going to give this person uh, some of my money. But people do. People do. I give it out for free, is what I do. Time now for the Who Am I game because I'm a, I'm a moron. I should charge for these. Some of these degenerates in radio charge for their picks. What a bunch of losers. Anyway, here's the Who Am I game. Entering play on Tuesday, I have hit the most first-inning home runs in baseball. Who am I? That's the question. What's the answer? Lamont is going with the infamous George Foster. He found uh, the George Foster picture in a Mets uniform. How about that? Uh, the old Cincinnati Red. Mookie, we- uh, Mookie Wets from Rusty. That's no, Mookie Wells. How dare you? I see what you did there. Pee Wee Herman from the Maniac. Brenton, the Maniac. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, Wade Boogie Boggs for Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, Paulie D went with Mookie Betts. Ricky Henderson from Ivinson. Mark McGuire tossed out by Mike from the LBC, who's clearly given up. We have Ernie Witt. Tossed out by the little troller. Barnaby Jones from Cardiac Stanley. The rooster says it's got to be Zach from Kansas City, Ben. Oh, what a debacle that was yesterday. Uh, Chewbacca, guessed by the trucker Joe. All right, who else do we have here? Let's see. Lucas Duda from Ernie. Eddie, do you have an answer? It's not Dick Trickle. It is not. That's Lou's guess. Big of course, fan of I Dick have an Trickle. answer for you, Ben. From New Jersey. Yes. Okay. Hubie Brooks. That's a good one. Hubie Brooks, Montreal Expo legend, Hubie Brooks. Uh, that is incorrect. The correct answer, at least for now, he plays for the Baltimore Orioles. Manny Machado has seven dingers in the first inning, the most in baseball. We'll talk more about Manny Machado later because his name has popped up in the, the baseball conversation. Right now, though, you know what time it is. That's right. It's the MLB pick, and we're short on time. So let's get right to it, Coop, and uh, just whisper who won the game. No one really cares. Uh, that would be Roberto. Yeah, Bobby. Get the Laker. Wow. He's got his Laker jacket Very on. Excited. Is that a, Mexico T-shirt. Okay, you got the. the Do- is that a Dodger hat you got on? That's right. Look at you. You're you're decked out. Okay, you got the uniform. You got the first pick, Roberto. Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Shocking. Ooh. That's a mm. tough one. Don't look at the schedule. Nope. Koopa Loop. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. It's for Danny tomorrow. I'll go. Right. Sorry, yeah, Danny. Yeah, yeah. yeah take some I'll other go guys. J.D. Martinez. J.D. Martinez. All right. I'm up. I will take, uh, why don't I go with Marcel Ozuna. Eddie. Evan Gaddis right. and Brandon Nimmo. Nimmo, Matt. I'll take Freddie Freeman, the Atlanta Braves. Freddie Freeman. Koopa Loop. I will go with Anthony Rendon. All right. Roberto, the back-to-back. <laughs> Matt Kemp. Damn it. <laughs> He's playing. All right. One Andrew more. Benintendi. Andrew Benintendi. Uh, Coop. I will go with. Mm, Take your time. Coop, don't mind the damn clock. Charlie Blackman. <laughs> All right. Uh, has Mookie been picked? I'll take Mookie bets. Eddie. Carlos Correa. Bam. There we go. It's the yes. MLB pick him with two seconds to spare. Amazing. A classic party pooper. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free 
rate quote. So we like gambling on this show, and recently the United States Supreme Court decided, you know what, this is a state's rights issue. Why not? You can bet on it by state, and like a slow leaking faucet in the days since that ruling from the U.S. Supreme Court, we have seen Delaware and New Jersey both now allow sports wagering on individual events. Rhode Island, I was just reading about Rhode Island, they're working on it. Supposed to happen very soon. The the paperwork is being processed or processed for Rhode Island to join the party. Soon after that, you'll get states like West Virginia, Mississippi, Pennsylvania. They're all on the cusp of entering the sports wagering world on a state by state basis. Now, guess who is trying to spoil the party? Who's throwing a turd in the punch bowl if you are a gambler? Say hello to the No Fun League. That's right. You heard about this? Well, if even if you have, we'll give you some more information. The National Football League is pressuring Congress for a national oversight of sports wagering. And as a result, we are told that congressional hearings on sports betting are scheduled for next week on Capitol Hill Right there in the belly of the beast, Washington, D.C., with the NFL among those who are going to testify about the sin that is sports wagering. So I want to talk to you about this. Now, on the surface, when you hear oversight, some people say, well, that's not a bad thing. Right? That's not how I look at this. That's not how I look at this at all. So far, there is no piece of legislation that has passed anywhere that is going to pay these sports leagues a direct cut. And that is what it's. this is all about. This is about nefarious motives by the National Football League and the other sports leagues are in lockstep on that. And what's going on behind the scenes right now with your favorite politicians who always have their hand out, uh, the, the sports leagues are lobbying the federal government to institute what's known as a, quote, integrity fee. Unquote. Now, what does that mean? That means that the NFL, for every bet that has been made in their sport, would get 1% of the action for nothing, right? They get 1% of the money that is bet at sportsbooks. Now, the House Judiciary Committee is going to hold meetings. It's June 26th, so we've got less than a week to go. And uh, there's a chance that could be rescheduled. The one that's the driving force behind this uh, among the the folks on Capitol Hill is Orrin Hatch, the senator from Utah who's on his way out. But he is attempting to throw a last-minute monkey wrench into the sports wagering palooza. How dare him? Get him out of office. Uh, so the, the NFL is looking to Congress to try to create a national guideline, a framework, if you will, for sports wagering. So as a result, NFL officials have been working with Orrin Hatch, the senator from Utah. Keep in mind, there's no NFL team in Utah. Okay, There's no expansion team in Salt Lake City. There's no, the NFL doesn't exist in Salt Lake City or in the state of Utah in general. So the question is this. Right, let's talk about this. How do you feel about professional sports leagues asking for an integrity fee. All right? and, and this is not a bipartisan issue. Not, here's, I'll go first. Here's how I look at this. Right? 
the sports leagues asking for an integrity fee is ridiculous, right? It's ridiculous for an assortment of reasons it's ridiculous. Now, I'll unpack this, but my perspective here, you've got self-contradiction, you've got the bureauc- uh, bureaucrats who are involved in this, which is bad all the way through, and you also have, which is a, a key thing here, cherry-picking, right? You've got that. So well, I'll walk you through this, and and then you can comment if you would like to add on to the conversation. Now, A, the NFL and most of the major sports leagues, they're simply looking for a handout. And we can all agree on that. Now, in case you have amnesia, and it happens a lot, uh, for years, these bozos have, uh, have, have gotten on their high moral horse and campaigned against legalized sports wagering. For over 40 years, uh, they have done this. There has been a groundswell of support at different points over the last 40-plus years and the sports leagues have all said, no, this is this is not right. You cannot do it. And thanks to SCOTUS, right, thanks to the uh, United States uh, Supreme Court there stepping in, they, they finally got the loss. And so now what's going on is they've decided, well, even though we campaigned for 40 years to blockade and stonewall attempts to have sports wagering on a state-by-state basis, well, now we're going to go to the opposite side. Right, we're going to be a bunch of weasels, and you know, don't you just love that self-contradiction? Uh, and so, no, 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 no. Here's how, this is my, this is how I interpret this. Right? No, that's right. No, 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 no. Wagering on sports is the devil's playground, right? That's what they've said for forty plus years. And what about the children, right? The integrity of the game and all those things, et cetera, et cetera. They lose in the Supreme Court. The light bulb goes off. They do a complete one eighty. And now gambling is no longer Satan's little secret. And these self-righteous fools, they have their palm out. They're like, okay, all right, I'd like a little piece of the action. Right? They're asking for a gigantic wad of cash is what they want. It's absurdity. is what it is. It's a total oxymoron is what it is. Rather than embrace the inevitable. right? The NFL and others have pushed back, pushed back. And as, as Jameis Winston would say, the opposite is you've got to, you can't eat the W, you've got to eat the L. So they've got to take the L here. And B, uh, another point that I think most of us can agree on, that one thing we don't need, one thing that we definitely don't need to be a part of is more rules and regulations, right? They, there were laws against betting on sports for years, right? For years. Uh, people still did it. Uh, they were mostly unenforced laws, the laws and regulations in sports wagering, they simply add unnecessary red tape. Government oversight, when I hear that, I think someone's getting paid, and that's exactly what's going on. There's a bunch of senators, congressmen that are getting paid by lobbyists from the different sports leagues that are trying to get this cut. It's all about the bankers, right, the guys that have the bottom line, and the bureaucrats. Uh, That's what it's about here. And the people keeping an eye on the NFL bank accounts know that it's it's pretty simple economics, right? Even if you're not good at finances, the way this integrity fee would work, right now the NFL is going to pay out likely millions of dollars to congressmen and senators. And the end game on that, the bureaucracy of Washington, D.C., if they get the integrity fee, you're talking about inbound 
over time, billions of dollars, right? So where's the money right now? Now, I'm going to use the template from Rhode Island to give you an example of the breakdown. Uh, Rhode Island's about to have legalized sports betting. 51% of the revenue, so a little more than half, goes to the state of Rhode Island. 32% of the revenue goes to the sports book. They're the ones that have to put up the infrastructure and monitor. Uh, there's no uh, illegal activity going on as far as games being thrown. 17% of the wagering revenue goes to the host facility, which means in uh, I know in New Jersey there's a lot of horse tracks that have these casinos and whatnot. So it could be at mini-marts, right? Eventually it'll be at mini-marts. You go ahead and get a, get a beer, get some smokes, and you can put a bet down. That's how it goes. Uh, that's coming, right? So that's how it's broken down right now. Now, the last thing here, I think this is the most important part of all of this. There is no legal basis for the sports leagues to get a 1% integrity fee. Now, what's my evidence on that? The state of Nevada, a state that is very dear to my heart. I've spent a lot of time there in Lost Wages, Nevada, over the course of many, many years. It's my home away from home. In fact, I live not far away from Las Vegas. That's, uh, that's how, how much I love uh, Las Vegas. The state of Nevada has had legalized sports wagering for a very long time. They've been on an island by themselves. There was never, ever, an integrity fee paid out from the Silver State. Why not? I answer that question. 43 years. 43 years. These professional sports leagues, not one time did they attempt to directly get money for sports wagering from Nevada-based casinos, uh, the bookies that are in Nevada, the people that regulate the gambling industry in the state of Nevada, the Gaming Commission, 43 years. They never brought up an integrity fee. Why not? Right? Why not? Now, all of a sudden, they want an integrity fee. They are simply using the Supreme Court ruling as a rallying cry, and they're like, okay, we can cherry pick some money. Right? Now, what are the chances that this actually happens? Based on the resources, right, the war chest that the NFL, the, the baseball people in the NBA have, I think there's a pretty good chance. I mean, the way I understand American politics, if you pay off enough people, you can get whatever you want. Uh, and these are big corporations, professional sports leagues. So uh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go over 50%, but I would say there's a 40% chance that this integrity fee comes in. Let me give some unsolicited advice. Uh, and I'll I'll give this out for free. I should charge for this. My consulting service, which I do, is uh, overnight radio. But rather than demand an integrity fee, that's the wrong approach, right? That's that's the bully approach, right? You're like I'm going to force politicians to give me one percent of your money for doing nothing, right? Rather than do that, they should try to form partnerships with the on a state by state basis. That's what they ought to do. Uh, Adam Silver, who's a jellyfish as a commissioner, he's absolutely right in one thing that he said. He talked about eventually you'll be able to go to an NBA game and you'll be able to bet on your phone on an app while you're at the arena. You can bet on an app on you know per basket if you want. You know, is this shot going to go in? Uh, and the thinking is that what the NBA ought to do here is form, as I said, partnerships. Right? Rather than the integrity fee, which is uh, ridiculous, make your money other, in, in other ways. Business partnerships can be made. You know, the, the casinos are willing, I would assume, these, to, to work with you if they can use the logos and advertising and things like that. 
there's an avenue to make it work. Right? This is going to be a gold mine. It's going to be a gold mine for people like me that work in radio because these people have to advertise their, their uh, gambling uh, wares and whatnot. So it's going to be a, a gold rush for us, which is wonderful. We're very happy about that. But it can be a gold rush for everybody. Right? It would be good for everybody involved in this. And as far as those that say uh, you, know, you can't do this, this is a morality issue, uh, the way I look at it, uh, anything is good in life in small doses. But if you overdo anything, it's a problem. But I think adults should be able to make their own choices, so I have no, I have no issue with this. All right, it is the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and if you would like to be part, 877-99 on Fox. You want to add on to that? If you have something else to say about that, you're more than welcome at 877-99 on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Judas Garcia. Right, right over there. Now, Ben, I know you're a big fan of words. You got to love the integrity. Oh, yes. The, <laughs> not, not betting tax. No, no, no. No, we can't use tax. That's a bad word. We're going to integrity fee. Well, That's great. Well, politicians stopped using tax also. They use revenues. That's what they use. Yeah. Code word for taxation uh, is what it is. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It's funny. It's now, very funny. Now, I had read somewhere- because uh, I've been following this because I'm very interested on it. I, I love uh, the idea of state-by-state state gambling. I think it's going to be wonderful. Fully endorse it. And I read that this integrity fee idea actually came from a report done by a intellectual at a university. They did a study on sports wagering. And they you know they projected what how much money would be generated and all that. And that was really the idea that, that the light bulb went off that some of these people for the sports leagues read that, and they're like, hmm, that's a good idea. Wait a minute. We can do that. Why not? Now, I don't know if you know the answer to this or not, okay. but obviously there's been gambling overseas for quite a long time. Do yeah. they have these types of things uh, in other countries where they do have, where they have had sports gambling for a long time? Not to my knowledge, uh, but I do know that in you know the uh, – Football, as they call it, they have they do have partnerships with some of the casino operators, like William Hills. I think the biggest, aren't they the biggest global casino operation? I think they are, uh, and they moved into Nevada and all that. But that's a good question. I don't think they have that. I know they have partnerships uh, with the the different sports leagues. But I I'm trying to figure out. I, I saw I forget where I saw, it, but there was a it was a university that came up with the integrity fee. And that some you know, people in the sports league read it and they're like, okay, there you go. Uh, we're we're going to use that and we're going to get our claim for our money. Uh, anyway, all right, 877-99 on Fox is the number, 877-996-6369. You can be part of the festivities and a, a member of the Maller Militia going above and beyond the call of duty. We'll get to that and we will do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts. Unless it's not, support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. 
We'll have Mallard of the Third Degree coming up in a couple of minutes and also a member of the Mallard Militia going above and beyond the call of duty. We'll get to that. Jimmy in Maine says, Ben, can you create a Fox Sports Radio app that lets us bet on your show? Well, I guess that is the next step. I know some of the guys that work here have their own uh, platforms that they use, so I guess we could, why not? If other people do it, we can do it, sure. What the hell? Sure, management will have no problem with that. Uh, Lamont says uh, the NFL wants an integrity fee from gambling. Really? The same league that withheld the results of concussions on players wants to talk integrity. It's a, uh, a fair point. So I looked up the study that was done, and it is the the place where the integrity concept came through for these sports leagues it was from Penn State University, Jerry Sandusky School, Penn State. A law professor at Penn State, Stephen F. Ross. This was, I believe it was early in 2017. Early in 2017. Uh, but Stephen F. Ross, who's a law professor at Penn State, or was, wrote a paper titled Reform of Sports Gambling in the United States, Lessons from Down Under. And the, the paper looked at the Victorian law that outlines the type of payment from operators to sports leagues and whatnot and what they were attempting to to accomplish. And the the guy from Penn State wrote that the leagues could also charge sports books and casinos licensing fees to use the, the data. And so that was the starting point to where we are now for what is really the word that needs to be used here, the proper word, is extortion. Is that I I think that's the perfect word. Right? Like, hey, we're not really doing anything here other than just our normal business, but we want you to give us one percent of your money. That's that's extortion. Uh that's like William Shatner trying to extort money out of me uh, to get me unblocked on Twitter. It's ridiculous. Uh-oh. Uh let's say hello to James in Columbus, who's next. Hello, James. I, uh, it's a strange concept, this whole integrity thing. I would use it for things that just don't seem right. The league would have the ability to nullify a wager if it has some integrity thing that pops up. The Tampa Giants safety incident. Hey, the wager is canceled. An example would be Akron, Ohio in the 80s. How the Beacon Journal used to publicize spreads for high school games. There are two incidents that anybody from Ohio will remember. The Garfield Masklin game. 21 was a 19 to 3 half time. Three attempts to kick the winning field goal at Masklin. The Central Hour Akron East game. All right, all right. We don't need to break down. All right, all right, all right. Calm right, right, down. All right, all right. Not, as much as I want to break down old Ohio uh, high school football games. Uh, and don't and don't tell me that's not great radio. Here's the thing. Listen, James. It's you bring up an interesting point. Actually, I like your enthusiasm. But the question is this: If the sports leagues are in business with the 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 bookmakers, can you then sue the sports leagues if something goes wrong? Are they then liable? If they're business partners, could you then hire a lawyer and sue them and, and get money out of the sports leagues? So anyway, I right, thank you, James. Screaming and shouting. Handy Manny is next on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Handy Manny. Yo, Ben, what's up, man? I miss you. I miss you too. Let's cuddle. No, can right. we? Where Where have you been, Handy Man? I mean, I, I didn't go anywhere. I've been here every night. 
I don't. I don't. Well, I, I rarely I mean, take a day off. I almost never take a day off. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, I mean, last time we talked, I think I was still working at Home Depot over the overnight. Not anymore. Yeah. You, what so, are you? What are you doing now? You still at Home Depot? Well, only twice a night. Twice a night? What do you? You go there for yeah. an hour and then leave and come back? Uh, how's that work? No. Well, twice a hours. week? Is that yeah. what you mean? Oh, for four hours. Eight, I got you. I got you. Eight, eight hours a day. I'm mean, well, eight, eight hours a week, so four oh, okay. a day. Well, you can night. work eight hours a week. That's pretty good. Of course, yeah, I work, I work, I work four the- hours a day, so that's not that much. What? Yeah, but I work at the barbershop all day, though. So remember, I've been Oh, that's right. You were going to come down and cut our hair. That's right. I don't have much hair left, though. I don't know. Can you cut the sides? I don't know. Eddie, do we want this I guy? Get- we want this guy to cut our hair, right? He was going to come down here and cut uh, the hair. If he goes and I cuts mean- Coop's hair first. Ooh, can well, you I give mean, can, can you give Coop your, a new haircut? Can you give him a new look? Can, I can trim your ear hair, your eye, you know. Oh, eyebrow. you can do that. Oh, wow, that's 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 nice. Uh, now, Coop, what do we gave him? Like the what kind of haircut should we give Coop a loop? Change it up a little bit. What do you think, Eddie? What would be good for Coop a loop? You know, my young nephew Gavin, who's nine years old, just got a mohawk. A mohawk. Yeah, and he looks really good. I think that uh, Coop would look good as well. I I'll, could do any kind of hairstyle. So I mean, whatever you want. I'll one up you. Or whatever you know. That's, that's my that's my awesome. favorite, my favorite haircut recently, uh, in the last like ten years or so, was uh, the Friar Friar Tuck from Tim Tebow. Remember that when he was with the Broncos yeah, and the, the, the hazing yeah. haircut. I yeah. That. Can we give Coop the Friar Tuck? Could you do that? You got it. Oh, it's solid, Coop. You'd be down for that for the show, Say right? No more. You know. Oh, you look yeah, good. ten grand. Look good. Ten grand. All right, so we raised ten grand. You would get the Friar Tuck. All right, that's a challenge. Go fund me. Go fund me right now. And I'll put in five dollars. We'll bring hand. I'll throw five hey, in there. Man, We're up to ten, so we only need game? to. Get, what? what? You're gonna watch the Mexico game on on Saturday. Uh, what time is it? It's early in the morning, so I don't know. You can look on the guy. Uh, I'm sleeping. I, I, it's, if it's a here's the way I look at the World Cup. If it's convenient with my schedule, I, I'll turn it on. Whatever. I don't like look at the schedule. Whatever's on when I'm able to watch, I will watch. Okay. But I'm not gonna get up early. I, I don't get much sleep during the week, man. I get sleep on I get my sleep on the weekend, my sleep number bed. Shout out sleep number. So I, I can't be Very getting good. up early. Now there's this thing called the DVR. I could DVR it, but I just fast forward all the way through the game because most of these soccer games are like one nothing. So I just fast nah, forward dude, through the okay, game. Okay, at least just watch that game. Watch it for your Mexican people that's listening. For my to brothers and sisters uh, who love Mexico. Okay, done. All right, yeah. there you go. Just- just watch that game. I don't yeah. care about the other ones. But no, I got my game, my Argentina. We'll Argentina, man. I got our, I got them in this pool thing I'm in. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, they're gonna okay, win. I'm, it. Well, I'm gonna call Sunday night. I'm gonna call Sunday night or Monday uh, we'll do night. a breakdown. We'll do it. X's and O's on the Mexican soccer team. Did you hear? We talked about this last hour. There's a guy in the Mexican soccer team that's got ties to the d- drug oh, cartels. Yeah. How about that? Wow. He's a Mexican legend. He's a legend. In more ways than one. At a World Cup. He's also a legend with the U.S. Treasury Department, too. All right. Uh, thank you, Handy Man. I'm glad you checked in, buddy. Be good, and we'll get you in here at some point to cut our hair. And Kawhi, Kawhi, he's not going to get traded to the Lakers. That's right. It's going to be a weird thing. Uh, LeBron, he may come with Paul, but yeah. Kawhi, yeah, he's going to stay in San Antonio. He's not, no, he's not staying in San Antonio. The Spurs would be fools to keep him. Get rid of him. He doesn't want to be there. The key to employment. See, I, I I should be running a company. You want employees that want to be there. It makes the workplace environment much more enjoyable. I've worked with sour pusses that don't want to be here. I've worked with old athletes that wish they were still playing or TV guys that no longer could do TV because they lost their TV jobs and they were doing radio. 
Who wants to work with people? You want people that are motivated, that want to be somewhere. Kawhi Leonard don't want to be there. Get rid of him. Done. All right, we'll get to that Maller Militia member going above and beyond the call of duty. Also, we have Maller to the third degree. We'll get to that. But right now, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, Eddie Garcia is here. He'll give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, you were just talking about Kawhi Leonard. If people hadn't heard the news. Big Antonio- news, Eddie. Yeah. Big news. Well, a woge bomb. Uh, San Antonio Spurs head coach Greg Popovich reportedly traveling to Southern California to meet with the disgruntled star he really, Kawhi Leonard. He just wanted to go to Pacific Beach. That's all he wanted to do. Well, they, to they, yeah. they say this is a last-ditch effort to try and convince Kawhi to stay in San Antonio. Good luck with that. Baseball games of note, the Astros' franchise record-tying 12-game winning streak is over. They lose at home to the Rays, 2-1. Yankees over the Mariners, 7-2. New York is now one game up on Boston for the top spot in the AL East with the Red Sox losing to the Twins, 6-2. Brewers edge the Pirates, 3-2. All the Cubs split a doubleheader with the Dodgers, losing game 1-4-3, winning the second game, 2-1-10. in So Milwaukee's got a half-game lead on Chicago now atop the NL Central. Angels beat the Diamondbacks, 5-4. Arizona's lead on LA for first in the NL West is down to a game and a half. Soccer day six of the World Cup. Russia down Egypt 3-1. to one. It was Senegal over Poland 2-1. And Japan edges Colombia 2-1. to one. Day seven at the World Cup will get underway at 8 a.m. Eastern time this morning on FS1. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, we have an emergency situation Uh-oh. at the World Cup. What happened, Eddie? Well, bars and restaurants in the capital of Moscow are in a crisis as they are running out of beer. Aww, One beer worker was quoted as saying, quote, there are a lot of people in Moscow and they're all drinking. It's hot and it's football, end quote. Uh, some of the bars and restaurants are having to wait up to 24 hours to get resupplied with beer. Apparently vodka is plentiful, but uh, beer, not so much. And beer is the preferred drink of soccer fans, apparently. Can the UN go Moscow. on a goodwill mission and bring beer to the people of Moscow? I think we Moscow. can airdrop, uh, you know, <laughs> beer into Moscow Humanitarian if yes. For humanitarian reasons, can we bring right. beer in? Are they going to be forced to drink American beer? Because the, the Russians will start vomiting if they have to drink Budweiser. Well, they will. Uh, they will not like that at all. I think uh, you know. If in in place of zero beer, they will drink probably any beer. There's so. a lot of Mexicans there, so I'm sure they'll bring out the tequila. <laughs> how many now? Roberto's in for Danny G. Now, Roberto, how? What percent? Now, I, I did not watch the the first game Mexico played. Were there a lot of uh, people yes, from Mexico? Uh, really? like half half the stadium was probably all Mexican fans. Really? Yes, sir. Wow, that's ex- maybe more than half the stadium. Man, that's dedication. That's a that costs a lot of money to go to, to Russia, man. You got to be really think, into it, you man. You know, some folks, you know, it's four, every four years, so kind of like uh, the Olympics, I guess. Some you folks save up. Save they, up. Save yeah. Their, yeah. they save their pesos for you know every four years. It's a lot of pesos. Yeah, it's a lot of pesos. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, running out of beer. That's a think of the planning. What, what are we in like day five of the World Cup or something like that? They're already day, they uh, had day six yesterday. Day uh, seven. Today will be day seven. Day seven. Yeah. Okay. Let's all say a prayer for the beer-guzzling fans at the World Cup that they get their beer. It's very important. Very, very important. I did see, though, a photo going around where at some of the beer stands at the World Cup, they were giving out, like, you know how in the U.S. you can get, like, no more than two beers per visit to the concession stand? Mm-hmm. In Russia, you can get, like, eight beers. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's probably, pro- you know, might be a problem. I'm not you surprised. That's, you know? that's why they're running yeah. out of beer. <laughs> it cuts down on the trips to the concession stand, though. It does. It, it's good. All right, so the Ben Mather Show on Fox. We come to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit 
Geico.com for a free rate quote. So a few hours ago, I was surfing around the Twitter, and I, I saw a tweet that caught my attention from a senior member of the Maller Militia, our friend Jake in Toledo. Jake's been a, a friend of the show for a long time. He's been listening for a long time. Uh, he's got horrific hours like the rest of us. And so he was at SmackDown. SmackDown paid a visit to Toledo. It passed through Toledo, Ohio. And Jake brought a sign. And here's what the sign said. I tweeted this out. You got to check it out. It's, uh, it says in very large black marker on a piece of uh, gigantic uh, white, uh, what do you call that? Uh, paperboard, I guess. Is that what you call it? Uh, it said Ben Maller. Then it's got a heart. And then it's, you know, it says Ben Maller loves or hearts Rusev. How great is that? And uh, this was awesome. This was a really cool thing he brought. I was very, I was like a proud, proud parent. And uh, I said it was just great. And I, I was hoping that Rusev had seen it. Jake said that yes, friend of the show Rusev, who's part of the Malamusha, he pointed right at the sign. And according to Jake, it made his his boys' night. So that's pretty cool. That's awesome. So good job by Jake. That's awesome. Good job by good job by Rusev. I'm very excited because I, I am told once the new TV deal kicks in, I think it's is it next year the new WWE TV deal kicks in that my friend Rusev will be performing on Friday night. I think that's going to happen. That is much more convenient with my current radio schedule. So I, I, mean, I don't work on Friday night, so I, I hope to be part and, and go out and check out uh, Rusev perform. I think it would be great. We should all go out there. Have like a a night. We'll buy a block of tickets or something like that. We'll have everyone get together and hang out with Rusev. Be awesome. Be uh, be great. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Let's say hello to Whoopi Pie Blair, who's in Maine, and he is next on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Whoopi Pie. Hey, you going to watch the game at 8 a.m. for the um, World Cup? 8 a.m. Is that when Mexico's playing? Oh, this morning. Yeah, uh, the, I'll still be awake at 8 a.m. Maybe I'll go to bed with it on. How about that? I'll leave, yeah. I'll leave the and, TV uh, on. Korea Republic is playing Mexico on Saturday at 11 a.m. So if Thank you're you up at you. 11 a.m. on so who Saturday. Are you, now, who are you pulling for? Are you pulling for South Korea or North Korea? Who are you pulling for? I'm going to pull for Mexico. What about, what about North Korea or South Korea? If you had to pick, which one would you pick? Neither. Why would you go with neither? Because I don't care about them. Well, that's not very nice. They're the one. Well, Japan or somebody. Well, Japan actually brought out, um, which is really cool. They brought out. Um, they got a player from Japan on um, yeah. my baseball team on the Rockies that I got, and he's on wow. my Rockies team. A, and then there's a, a Japan sequitur and the okay. real baseball player. I asked um, you a question about North and South Korea. All right, thank you, Blair. The hell was that? <laughs> Boy, I was hoping he would have said North Korea. That would have been great. That would have been a wonderful drop, but he didn't do it. He did not go down that avenue. I tried to get him to go down. He would not do it. He would not take the bait. Very unfortunate. Uh, Mr. Nice Guy says, uh, Ben, somebody should explain uh, to Kawhi Leonard the tax differences between Texas and California. That's a that's a fair point, but he's got the double whammy. Like 
this I will say this for Kawhi Leonard. It is not financially motivated. Right? If you're financially motivated, you A, stay in Texas, B, when you can sign that Supermax contract for $214 million, I believe it is, you sign that contract. Lower taxes and more money. He'd be leaving $70 million on the table and have to pay higher taxes in California. I mean, is I, I is I've been to Texas. Is it really that? I mean, is it that much worse than California? I don't get it. I mean, I know his family's in California and all that stuff, but I, I could live pretty nicely in Texas. I could. Be, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Smokey Smokey writes in. He says, "Do you still need a nickname for Brenton? How about Pain in the Ass Brenton?" He says, "It's a good idea." Uh, we have um, thanks again. I, I just want to. Uh, point out thanks to jake and uh, toledo again that was awesome for the uh, the rusev thing we will get to this is gonna be good we got mallard to the third degree here's the insta trivia blank has the lowest batting average in baseball of all players that have had 60 or more at bats in the seventh eighth ninth and extra innings again blank has the lowest batting average in baseball this season of all players who have had 60 or more bats from the seventh inning on. That's the Insta Trivia. The answer, next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones, and he is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco fan. It could happen at any moment, Ben. (laughs) Uh, And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We got three bits, one segment, Roberto. Three bits, one segment, but first the Insta Trivia. Blank has the lowest batting average in baseball of all the players that have had 60 or more at-bats in the seventh inning or later this season. That is the question. What is the answer? Now, uh, we'll give you the answer here in a moment, but first, uh, how about this from Jimmy from Maine? He says, we know you're still upset about missing on the opportunity of the Bitcoin. Have you heard of Froyo Yogurt Robots. Yes, I have, Jimmy. Did you see this, Eddie? This is crazy. I've now, heard of this. Well, yeah. they were an advertiser on, on our show uh, a few, well, many months ago. But Phil Mickelson, professional golfer Phil Mickelson, has invested uh, a ridiculous amount of money in Froyo uh, Robots. Uh to the tune of millions of dollars, supposedly, from when I, from my, what I was in re- reading, he just invested in frozen yogurt making machines, all over San Diego. Those little kiosk things, you know. Yeah, I'm yeah. aware. Should I have done that? I could have done this before Mickelson. Damn it! All right, uh, here the instant trivia again. Blank has the lowest batting average in baseball. All players to have 60 or more bats. In the seventh inning or later, fill in the blank. Uh, let's see, did anyone get it right? Uh, Zach kind of got it right, but he was being a jackass. Denny Nagel, guessed by Mr. Nice Guy. Reggie Smith from Mike and the LBC. John Jaha from our friend Sean. Dick Allen, tossed out by Dick Pohl. Mo Howard from Rod, the ambassador in Bakersfield. Mike Trout, guessed by Dolphin Mike. Marquise Grissom from Eric. 
Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? I do. All right. It's Alvin Davis. The great former Mariner Alvin Davis. No, that's incorrect. The correct answer is Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper is hitting 079 in the last uh, part of baseball game. Seventh inning or later, that includes the eighth, ninth, and extra innings. Next worst in baseball, Jackie Bradley Jr. of the Red Sox, who's hitting 127. We're going to change on the fly here, Roberto. Because of time constraints, we're going to push back the all-in. Right? We'll do it later because I don't want Coop to have a coronary uh, on the air. So because of that, uh, we're going to go on the fly here, and instead we will go, you know where we're going to go. That's right, third degree time. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And the Koopa Loop. I'll give out another winning pick in a little bit. Go ahead, Coop. 2-0 yesterday, by the way. All right, Ben. Now, according to the foremost expert on LeBron James, Brian Windhorst, yeah, uh, that's his high school guy. Yeah, yeah. LeBron yeah. is uh, quote looking for reasons to stay with the Cavs and prefers to stay in Cleveland. Ben, do you have any reasons why LeBron should stay well, in Cleveland? I have reasons for everything. I, I'm an answers man. Of course, I have reasons. Uh, I'll give you a couple. Number one, this is LeBron's tour de force. Right, his fingerprints are all over the Cavaliers. Right, everything involving the Cavaliers. Uh, he, he's not joining someone else's movie. This is his movie. If he went to Philadelphia or Boston or Houston, he would be adding a big-name actor to an established script. Now, not so much in Philadelphia, but they're, they've already tanked for several years to get those young players. Boston's got young players. Houston's got older players. And number two... I believe all of LeBron's support system from since he was a little kid is 39 miles away in Akron. And that matters. He would be taking the easy way out by leaving. The Cavaliers are in this mess because of poor decisions by LeBron James. It's his mess. He ought to clean it up. And then the, the third thing is you stay in Cleveland. You're in the junior varsity conference. That's the easier conference. That's the way to go. Next. Now, with the uh, news that uh, the Mets are uh, will listen to trade offers for their players, a report surfaced on Monday that says the team would be more willing to part with Noah Syndergaard than Jacob deGrom. Do you agree with that, Ben? Well, for the Metropolitans, here's how I'll answer this. It makes sense, right? A, the Mets aren't trying to win. They are in the number one media market, and they're being run like a media market baseball team. They have a shoestring budget compared to where they should be they're unwilling or unable to pay the market rate for Noah Syndergaard and Jacob deGrom. These guys are both arbitration eligible. That means they're going to get big raises, and then they're going to be free agents. And so I understand why the Mets are doing this, and I am convinced that the Mets will use Bernie Madoff as the boogeyman uh, as long as Fred Wilpon owns the team. As his, as his family owns the team, that's going to go on forever. It's ridiculous. But, yeah, from the Mets' perspective, yeah, why not? They want to be more like the Tigers and Brewers. Anyway, next. Another report that came out on Monday is that Baker Mayfield is, quote, not close to challenging Tyrod Taylor for the starting job. Ben, do you think Mayfield will start week one? Well, he should start week one, right? The Browns were 0-16. Play the guy. You don't learn. I've said this for years. You do not learn from holding a clipboard on the sidelines. You learn from playing. The Browns have – they're not going to make the playoffs this year. Why not get the growing pains out for Baker Mayfield Let's see what this guy can do. That's the right move. We know Tyrod Taylor is not the answer at quarterback, but I have a feeling Taylor starts the first couple of games 
And that's it. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How do we do? Then you pass it. That day. is a winner! <laughs> Fishing for trout. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So last week, if you listen to the show a lot, it means a couple of things. It means you got bad hours, right? Either that or you have insomnia and you, or you're just in jail, bored out of your mind. But you're listening for, uh, for a reason. If you, listen, if you listen live, now there's people listening to the podcast, people that graduated from the overnight shift that's, that have regular jobs and lives and things like that. But most people listen, uh, I think, live. I don't know. Who the, who the hell knows? Podcasts are doing pretty well. But last week, we discussed in kind of a, a quick back and forth Mike Trout. His name came up on the show. And uh, we astutely pointed out, at least on this side of the microphone, that it is incorrect to say that Mike Trout is the greatest baseball player of all time. There have been people beating the drum for Mike Trout. This has been uh, something that has been growing the last couple of weeks. The baseball media, the mainstream baseball media, have been pushing this narrative about Mike Trout, and they've anointed him the greatest of all time. Who? Uh, these are these are people in the, the baseball. We've had some callers that have done this. Uh, the the Angels played a game that was on the four letter last night with the Diamondbacks. The one of the themes was all about Mike Trout. They wanted to massage his shoulders and rub his feet and uh, lick his toes. I mean, they were they were going all in. And they were really going for it. Uh, and so I checked my email yesterday morning. I got a couple of emails from people. They heard our conversation with uh, the racist from New Jersey. Angry Bill, who called up, and uh, Angry Bill's one of these guys because Mike Trout's from New Jersey, so he's like, "Oh, that's he's from not far from Nutley, so he's great, the greatest of all time." Uh, and so they, the the emails, a couple of people said, "Can you please clarify your position about Mike Trout?" So I thought, "Why not?" Right? This is the perfect time of the year. If you you can just email me, and I'll do a whole monologue about it. What the hell? Why not? Right? Uh, so, so let's talk about this now. Uh, and I, I guess we'll frame it this way. The, the question we'll toss out is Mike Trout. We'll make it simple. Is Mike Trout the greatest baseball player in the 140 year history? If you go back to the very early days of professional baseball in America, the 142 year history of baseball. Now I'll be the grown up in the room here. Uh, of course not. Right. Of course not. Now my viewpoint on this, you've got premature stat stuffing and the grid, all right? And we will mix all of this together. We'll bind it together for you, and I'll walk you through this. Now, first of all, Mike Trout is still writing his story. The story is not done, right? And a lot of the mainstream baseball media seem to think that it is done, that what has happened is going to continue to happen. And there's this paralysis of analysis that has gone on here. And I get it. Listen, Mike Trout is off to an insane start this year for the Angels. The stat geeks have been aroused every time they look at Mike Trout's statistics, his offensive prowess. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that he's a bum offensively. He's not a 
dominant force. I'm not doing that. For the most part, this season for Mike Trout has been his personal Mona Lisa. Right? He's been great. Been wonderful. And entering Tuesday, Mike Trout was seventh in baseball and batting average, number one in home runs, number one in on-base percentage, number two in slugging percentage behind Mookie Betts, number one in OPS, number one in war, whatever that is. Uh, all of that is impressive, right? In the history of baseball, now if you go all the way back to the, the beginning when they kept stats, there are five players in baseball that have a higher career batting average on base and slugging percentage than Mike Trout. And that's a group that includes names if you're a baseball aficionado, even if you're an average baseball fan, you know even Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig, Ted Williams, Rogers Hornsby, Jimmy Fox, iconic figures of baseball's past. Wonderful. But the debate is not that Mike Trout has been amazing. I'm not going to push back on that. No one, You'd have to be insane to push back on that. That's not the debate. But to say that he's the greatest professional baseball player of all time, this is what's called premature. It's also called being a prisoner of the moment, right? A lot of baseball wonks are jumping the gun when it comes to Mike Trout. The second thing here, right? Mike Trout has put up enormous elephant-like numbers. But guess what? These are essentially meaningless numbers. And it's it's the equivalent of an NBA player on a, a second division lottery squad who puts up huge stats, or maybe a better analogy to Mike Trout, is it's it's like Russell Westbrook, right? Russell Westbrook, the great stat stuffer from Oklahoma City. Uh, I think of Mike Trout in the, the way I look at Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook's not the greatest player in the NBA. He's got the most impressive stats often in the NBA, but that doesn't mean he's the greatest player of this generation of NBA players. Uh, it hasn't translated to winning for Russell Westbrook. Certainly a sport where it's easier for one player to, to guide the way. Uh, and I get the yeah, but crowds. Well, yeah, but baseball, it takes an entire team, and Mike Trout can't pitch for the Angels. I've heard it. I get it. It's not completely wrong. That's a fair point, but let me counter that. All right? Let me counter I'm, I'm now debating you, and you're not talking. Uh, here's how I'm going to counter that. That is the same reason that you cannot put Mike Trout on the very top of the mountain. Right? Babe Ruth is the gold standard. Babe Ruth backed up his regular season success with a 326 postseason average only in the World Series, right? Only in the World Series. There was none of this other stuff. There was no league championship series in his day. Uh, baseball was, of course, much different. Integration hadn't happened in baseball. But his the legend of Babe Ruth helped building up the sport of baseball. You, there's no pushing back on that. Mike Trout has played three more postseason games than you've played in. He has an 083 batting average in October baseball. This is the era when it has never been easier to make the postseason. Uh, we're not talking about Ernie Banks in the 1950s and 60s, Mr. Cub. And if you're a baseball uh, fan, you've heard those stories. Oh, Ernie Banks, he, you know, he played all those years, a Hall of Famer, couldn't, couldn't get in the playoffs. Baseball has added not one but two wild card teams. So what does that mean? That means that Mike Trout and the Angels have not one chance to make the playoffs. They have three chances to make the playoffs. You can win the American League West. You can win one of the two wild card spots in the American League. And that does matter 
in the conversation. You know, I, I have followed the Dodgers for years, and I have enjoyed watching Clayton Kershaw pitch. What is the greatest argument against Clayton Kershaw? The greatest argument against Clayton Kershaw is he's a regular season pitcher, that he's a choke artist in the playoffs, that he falls apart in the big game. <laughs> it's hard to push back on that, right? Now, if Mike Trout and Clayton Kershaw, let's say they, they changed positions, and Kershaw had spent his entire career off the grid, and he was not in the postseason. And so we only judged Clayton Kershaw off what he did during the regular season. You would say this is not only the greatest pitcher of this generation, this is one of the three greatest pitchers in the history of professional baseball, the way that Clayton Kershaw has pitched in the regular season. No debating that. But the problem is Clayton Kershaw has an ERA of over four in the playoffs and a 7-7 seven and seven record in October baseball and just blew a game in the World Series that could have... <laughs> given the Dodgers a uh, chance to win the championship back at Dodger Stadium. Not that, I, uh, of course, they had that chance anyway, but it would have been much easier if Kershaw hadn't been uh, choking down. What do you have, a five-run lead in that game, game five of the World Series? Oh. oh, Twice, that's right. Twice he had a five-run lead. God. All right. Uh, anyway, all right. The, the last thing here, and we'll take some calls on this. Uh, Mike Trout is off the radar in Anaheim. Nobody pays attention to him. He lives in a house in Laguna Beach. If you're not familiar with Southern California, it's beautiful in Laguna Beach. It's uh, very expensive in Laguna Beach because, you know, he's wealthy. Why not? And and that's where he lives during the season. He lives in Laguna Beach. He, he looks out at the Pacific Ocean. Uh, he lives that life. And then in the off season, he lives, I believe he lives on a, uh, like a, like a ranch type thing in Millville, New Jersey. He's got like 300 acres of land. In Millville, New Jersey. So that's where he spends the wintertime. You know, most people would rather spend the wintertime in California and and then the summer in New Jersey, but he's got it, he's got it backwards. So that's the way he likes it, right? Mike, Mike Trout does not want to live in a fishbowl. There's no indication. A- another comparison, if you're looking for comparisons, what is the public perception of Mike Trout? He's an introvert. He's like Kawhi Leonard. Except Kawhi Leonard is now trying to strong arm his way into LA if you believe these these media reports. So what gives here? Like now now he, he's not interested Trout in being the ambassador to baseball. You know, that's not really part of this conversation, but it is a factor. Uh, it doesn't matter that Mike Trout sycophants uh, most of the arguments here are just a stat-based argument. You leave out everything else. It's all about just the raw stats. And is Mike Trout the greatest player of his generation at, at his age? Yes. He's one of the all-time greats, but he's just not the greatest player in the history of professional baseball. And there's no guarantee that this continues for another decade. Right? That's one of the mistakes a lot of people make. They think, well, this guy's been great for this many years. He's going to continue on and on and on. It doesn't always work out that way. You know, Whether he gets hurt or he gets bored with baseball or whatever comes up through life that will alter the performance of Mike Trout. All right, here's the the Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox, we say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia, who's right 
right over there. He's hanging out. Well, right. I don't want to be a wet blanket on the yeah. conversation, but yeah. I mean, shouldn't we honestly just compare these guys in their eras as far as how great they are? I mean, it's not. I guess it's. Not, I guess. Wrong, I guess some people think it's fun, and you can use stats, but I mean, it. They're just. When you're going through the history of baseball and trying to compare somebody to, you know, greatest player of the 40s to, you know, Mike Trout or whatever, it just, I mean, how can you really do that? It's not. I'll tell you how you do it. You had a four-hour radio show yeah, five right. days a week. That's how you do it. I understand. Eddie. I'll explain it to you more off the air, but it's four hours of content. Now, I don't do the Mount Rushmore thing, and I got sucked into this rabbit hole by uh, idiots that called the show. Uh, this was not my doing on this Mike Trout thing, but people asked me to clarify, so I clarify. No, I'm not. I'm not criticizing uh, you right. for talking about this. Thank I'm just you. saying, isn't it the the real way to try and compare great greatness is greatness within your era, not greatness within the history of the sport. It's, well, we we live in a time now because of social media where everything's got to be the most impressive of all yeah. time. Like they, I'm convinced, like the the networks, the major sports networks on television. Like, I, I watch the NBA playoffs. It's like everything's got to be compared to Michael I Jordan know. or Wilt Chamberlain or Kobe Bryant. There can be nothing compared to just, you know, secondary players. You know, it's it's got to be the all-time greats uh, of the game. So, anyway. All right. So, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. And if you would like to comment on any of that, you are more than welcome at 877-99 on Fox. I saw Mike Trout's quote which has been going around here. He said to the USA Today, Mike Trout said, I would give up everything I have, all of the individual awards I've ever won for a World Series. <laughs> yeah, come on. Does anyone believe that? I mean, come on. Is that, that's like, that is so by the book. It's, of course, he's it's like, well, that's what I'm supposed to say, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. That's what I have to say. Come on. Is he going to give back all the money that he's made, too? Is he going to give that back? Like, you know what? I don't need the money. I don't need to live on the 300-acre ranch in New Jersey. What's he made, $80 million or something like that? I'll give that up, too, just for that World Series. Anyway, uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, Let's see. Where shall we go? Uh, Let's say hello to Angry Bill in uh, Florida for a second, then we'll hang up on him and get somebody else on. Hello, Angry Bill. Geez, Roberto, you just can't get... Oklahoma Gambler is next on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Oklahoma Gambler. What's happening, man? How are you? You winning or losing? <laughs> I always win, brother. I always win. That's hey, uh, I was wanting to talk to you. Do you realize how I'm a I'm a sports guy totally yeah gambler my whole life good I would bet I, man I would bet on anything so I would I. actually bet I, I would actually bet if you Florida how bad it would smell I'm not gonna lie depends what I ate I have had some very atrocious smelling farts in my life I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna hide from that uh, but it depends on the foods I, there's certain foods that. And I've noticed that if you combine spicy foods with milk products, uh, that is an explosive. That, it's like jet fuel. Is what that, that is that that is terrible. But li- listen, yes. Do you do you realize how bad this sports betting is actually going to be? I did some math on this, and check this out. All right. Do you re- okay? If they got just half of the United States, and if the, if the NFL did get one percent, right? Just say they did. Yeah. Half of the and, and each state made a billion dollars. 
Do you realize the NFL would get $250 million just for their 1%? Oh, yeah. No, it's insane. That's why they're spending millions it's of dollars to, to lobby. What, and think about how great the politicians are, right? How, how wonderful the political system in America is. You've got people lobbying from the NFL on, and the NBA and baseball to get the 1%, what they call, quote, integrity fee, unquote, you also have people from the gambling industry who are also lobbying politicians, trying to get them to to say no to the to the integrity fee. So they're getting money from both sides. Exactly, it's, it's exactly. insane. It's insane what's going on. It's, it's a joke. Do you do you know you know? I'm going to give you guys some suggestions right now. All right. Uh, okay. All of you guys right now should go out, quit your jobs, buy a pawn shop. Because I guarantee you, when this comes, no, I'm dead serious. Uh Think about it. When people bought stock in Krispy Kreme donuts, they thought it was going to go skyrocket, so they go buy stock and make all this money. Okay, when people start gambling, they tend to go overboard. You know yourself, when it it comes down to it, if you want to bet $500 on Pittsburgh to beat New England, you're going to get your money any way you can. They're going to pawn every single thing in the world they can to go get their money. So go buy a pawn shop right now. Well, make some money. You're, you're giving an Armageddon scenario here. You're giving an Armageddon scenario, the Oklahoma gambler. I think the argument will be the problem is when guys start losing, maybe the small-time nickel-and-dime gambler, and then they start chasing. That's where they got you. Right when you say you you start out, you're like, oh, I'm gonna bet you know fifty bucks, a hundred bucks a game, and then you start losing. You're like, I gotta get my money back. So then you start betting five hundred and a thousand bucks, and then you get screwed. So, all right, thank you, Oklahoma gambler. Oh my, look at the time. Uh, it is the the Ben Mather show on a Fox. Oh, that was a good call. Oh man, that's, shouldn't have a good one for another half hour uh, or another hour. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven. Nine nine six six three six nine. It's getting hot in here. It's getting hot in here. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters. On Twitter, let your thoughts be heard with the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Simply follow Ben on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller. And, and you get can, us on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. And you can also tweet at and follow our technical producer. He's in for Danny G. It's Roberto Flores, and he is at Raider underscore Rob 24. I actually remembered it. I wrote it down. And I'll live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We're going to have Too Much or Not Enough coming up in a couple minutes. So if you would like to play Too Much or Not Enough, call right now. Need a game show contestant. You could win a golden ticket. I don't think we want – do we want kid callers uh, for this? Eh, Maybe. We had two 11-year-olds who called the show yesterday. Uh, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369 if you would like to participate. Let's say hello to Fluffy Dave, who's next in the Twin Cities. Hello, Fluffy Dave. How's it going, Ben Maller? If I was any better, Fluffy Dave, I'd be a twin, but not a Minnesota twin because even though they beat the Red Sox, they're not going to sniff the playoffs. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Red Sox, I have a snowball with the Red Sox name all over. Despite a seven, uh, 
despite start, start seven over. Innings, take two. Sorry. Take two. Uh, yes. Uh, go ahead. Yes. No, despite seven strong innings uh-huh. and 11 strikeouts by Chris Sale today, the Twins rally in the eighth. That's right. Thanks so, to the boneheaded defense by the Red Sox. They eat the L. They eat the L against the Twins yeah. with a 6-2 to two final. I, I saw well, it was a 2-2 game, though. Know, was at one point it was 2-2. Third, two, two. Yeah. third in the AL Central. And only five and a half games out of first place. Oh, that's nothing. Yes. Of course, Suck you, it, Boston. You have to get to 500, of course, before you can. You know. right, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Good luck on that. Minnesota Twins. Of course, if they the, the Chicago White Sox and the Kansas City Royals didn't exist, then the Twins would be in last place. But, uh, anyway, so uh, what do we get? Oh, this is uh, this is good. I like this. Uh, our friend, uh, she uh, I think she works for the one of the weather outfits, Elena uh, or Elena, I believe is her name. I think. Uh, anyway, she uh, she says, doesn't this article have some strange connections to the show regarding a former caller, uh, Florida aliens, drugs, and golden tickets? Uh, is this real? Have you seen this, Eddie? This is a uh, an article from a newspaper. It says, Florida couple arrested for selling tickets to heaven. I did see this tweet, yes. Yeah, it's pretty good. It says, the quotes, I don't care what the police say. The tickets are solid gold. And it was Jesus who gave them to me behind the KFC and told me to sell them. This got to be fake, right? Told me to sell them so I could get me some money to go to outer space. Uh, the quote says uh, the guy met an alien named Stevie who said if I get the cash together, he would take me and my wife to this uh, fly on this flying saucer, his flying saucer, to his planet that is made, check this out, here we go, made entirely of drugs. <laughs> the quote says you should arrest Jesus because he is the one that gave me the golden tickets I am willing to wear a wiretap and uh, set Jesus up. Is the is the <laughs> wow? I've got a golden ticket. <laughs> I'm sure how Jesus would feel about that. Plus, I think he could see it coming. You know what I you mean? You think so? Yeah, yeah. He's got, he knows people. Yeah, that's a good. That's a pretty good story. That's got to be fake, but that's hilarious. Well, this is in Florida, though, right? That's it's possible. It's probably real. Golden tickets to heaven is the uh, is the headline on that. And apparently they hundreds of people, right? This uh, Florida couple arrested for selling golden tickets to heaven. Now, who's the dumb one in this? The people that buy the golden ticket or the ones selling the golden ticket? I think we know oh, the buying, Yeah, yeah. clearly. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's, you know. What? Well, proves there's a market for everything. There's a market for everything. All right. So the Ben Mather Show on Fox. We'll get to It's Getting Hot in here. And also, Too Much or Not Enough. We have our contestants ready to go right now, though. Or contestant. Uh, Eddie Garcia is here, and he will give you the latest from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studio. Well, thank you, Ben. We'll start with NBA news, where San Antonio Spurs head coach Greg Popovich reportedly has traveled to Southern California to meet with disgruntled star Kawhi Leonard in what is thought to be a last-ditch effort to convince Leonard to stay in San Antonio. In baseball games of note, Houston's franchise record tying 12-game winning streak comes to an end with a 2-1 loss to the Rays. Yankees over the Mariners 7-2. New York moves one game up on Boston for first in the AL East. The Red Sox 
Sharks lost to the Twins 6-2. Brewers over the Pirates 3-2. Milwaukee now has a half-game lead on Chicago for the top spot in the NL Central. The Cubs split a doubleheader with the Dodgers, losing the first game 4-3, winning the second game 2-1 in 10. And the Angels beat the Diamondbacks 5-4, so Arizona's lead over L.A. for first in the NL West is down to a game and a half. Soccer, day six at the World Cup. Russia beat Egypt 3-1, Senegal over Poland 2-1, and Japan edges Colombia 2-1. Day 7 at the World Cup will get underway at 8 a.m. Eastern Time this morning. You can see the action on FS1. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy more confident car buying experience. Now, Ben, you talked on the show yesterday about Falcon star wide receiver Julio Jones hanging out with soon-to-be Hall of Famer Terrell Owens. Well, T.O. is also looking to make a comeback. We saw that video of him running a 4-4-40 and it looks like a team is interested in Terrell Owens. It's the Edmonton Eskimos. Yeah. They have reportedly added T.O. to their negotiation list, which is a list of U.S. players that each CFL team has exclusive first negotiation rights with. All right. Well, good for T.O. He needs money. And I believe even if you're on a practice squad in the CFL, you make thirty grand a year. I think that – so if he just gets on the practice squad, What's the minimum salary in the CFL? Do you know what that is? I would have to look it up. I do not. You know, we have a guy who does a CFL report. Oh, yeah, we'll just wait for that. He'll give us that, our friend from Ottawa, uh, later. But it's in Canadian dollars, so you've got to go from Canadian dollars. I know the minimum salary in the NFL is like 480000 That's the minimum salary in the NFL. That's what the practice squad guys get? No, that's not what they get. But oh. if you're on a roster, you get four hundred. Get your popcorn. Right? You know the minimum salary in the NBA is eight hundred thousand dollars. Eight. That's over eight hundred thousand. That's a minimum salary in the NBA. There is no when when I I recall years ago they used to hear these stories. The they, they broadcasters would wax poetic about, oh, he's just making the minimum. He can barely pay his bills. You pay me eight hundred thousand dollars. I'll pay every bill I have. Okay, I will have no bills left. I have no problem sitting on the bench for you. Yeah, I'll sit on the. I'll get hemorrhoids from sitting on the bench, and I'll laugh about the hemorrhoids that I have. All right, we're coming in from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on your car insurance. Just visit our friends at Geico.com. So, who's on the hot seat? It's getting hot in here. The odds are out. The opening odds on the first NFL coach to be fired. And even if you don't know the NFL that well, you know the name of the coach. You're You're, fired. Who do you think it is, Eddie? You know. That's right. It would be Hugh Jackson. That is correct. It's obviously Hugh Jackson. That's the Has he jumped in the river yet, by the way? Uh, He did. He jumped in the river. And it it looked like – you know what it looked like – Oh, what am I? I'm trying to. You know, you uh, when you have a child, you dunk them in the water. There, you know what I'm thinking. Uh, it was uh, a baptism. Yeah, it looked like a baptism to me. It's like they baptized uh, the the Browns coach, but he's the favorite to be fired. Uh, the uh, Hugh Jackson odds are plus three fifty. Number two on the list, Adam Gase of the Miami Dolphins at plus seven fifty. Marvin Lewis. Oh, that, oh please, he's never getting no. fired, man. Please, yeah, plus plus a thousand, and then. I'm having the time of my life, or he's having the time of his life, Vance Joseph, at plus 1,000. Now, if you want to know the implied odds on that, Hugh Jackson is, what do we say, plus 350. So what in what does that mean in layman's terms? Plus 350 on Hugh Jackson uh, implies there's a 22% chance that he gets fired. 
22% chance that he gets whacked as coach of the Cleveland Browns. There is a 100% chance that we're going to play a game show right now. It's 100%, right? Yes? All right, here we go. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. Too much or not enough? You go five for five, you can become a legend. All you have to do is get three out of five right, and the answers are all either too much or not enough. A couple people that want to play, only one person gets to play, so Eddie can't see the phone, so he's completely neutral. You can pick line three, or you can pick line two. Well, Ben, it's a tough decision, which I is—I know that's why you gave it yes, to me. Yes, very big responsibility. This will affect the quality of someone's day the rest of the day today. Ben, after much deliberation, right. I'm going with line three. Line number three. You have picked a man that is a legend on our show, someone that we have a drop from. I believe it is, I got a murder, got to go. Am I correct in that? I think I'm correct, yes. Uh, From Boca, we say hello to Craig. Hello, Craig. Good morning, guys. How are you? I hope there's no murders you have to run to today, Uh, Craig. Um, Not this was Monday. We had the triple X one. Uh-oh. Oh, that's right. I saw that. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, uh, good luck, uh, Craig, here. It's too much or not enough. Now, you know the rules and all that, but for those listening, I will ask a series of questions, and again, all Craig has to do is get three out of the five right. He'll get a golden ticket. If he gets all five of them right, two golden tickets, two golden tickets. Okay, Uh, good luck to you, Craig. Here we go. Question number one, you listening can play along. Question one, the last 20 years, there have been six teams that had win streaks of 13 games or more. Is that too much or not enough in baseball? Talking baseball here. All right. I didn't hear that. Try again. Yes. Not enough. You know, not enough. Is he right? Not enough. That is correct. Good job by you. You're on your way. Not enough. There have been nine teams with 13 game win streaks in the last 20 years. The Astros had their streak snapped by Tampa last night. Question number two. The New York Mets have lost four times this season when Jacob deGrom has allowed one run or less. Is that too much or not enough for the Metropolitans? I am a Mets fan, and that definitely is not enough. I think it's like nine. Uh, He says he's very confident. He says not (laughs) enough. That is correct. Uh, The Mets have lost seven times. Seven uh, seven with DeGrom giving up one run or less. That is tied for the most in a season since the 1800s. That's uh, impressive. All right, you're 2-0. You're one more correct answer away from winning our game here, Craig. Good luck. Here we go. Question number three. Brooks Kepka is the 10th golfer in history to win back-to-back U.S. Opens. Is that too much or not enough? Uh, too much. Yeah, He's going to go too much. He's trying to go three for three. That's right! That is correct. You've already won our game. We're going to keep going. Uh, the answer was too much. There have only been seven golfers to win consecutive U.S. Opens. Well, you're already won, but we'll go to question four. Tiger Woods has missed the cut at a major 11 times in his career. Is that too much or not enough? Uh, seeing he hasn't won a major since he got whacked in the mouth, I'd say that's, uh, I'd say that's not enough. All right, he's going to go not enough. Is he right? No, it's too much, oh. actually. A Tiger has missed nine cuts at majors. Five have come in the last seven majors that he was in. So he's on a wow. 
rough patch right now. Doesn't matter, though, Craig. You won yourself a golden ticket. For Jesus? Congratulations, Craig. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. You're a Mets fan, so you need something. So, yeah. I, I need something to look forward yeah. to. All right. Have a good day at work. Be safe, Craig. <laughs> Thank you, you, buddy. All Thank right. You. There he goes, uh, Officer Craig there in Boca uh, doing his thing. Uh, moving on. So, uh, you know, in the past, we've done Tinderoni tips, but we got, you know, Roberto's in here. Danny's going to come in early, I guess, next hour, so we'll have some Tinderoni tips. But we will have all in. We're going we're gonna to give out free picks. We're going to win some money for you. 2-0 and day yesterday. My five-star picks hit, and I'll give out another five-star selection. We'll do that, and we'll do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, I just came up with a game we're going to play. It's called the Mr. Softy game. So we're going to play that amongst ourselves here in a minute. But first, there's there's money to be made here. We're going to give out gambling advice here. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, we don't. We don't even have to say for entertainment purposes only because now the Supreme Court has endorsed us. So here we go. Let's give out some picks. Yes. Yeah. It's Ben Maller, and he's going all in. I'll go all in. All in. I'm going to go all in. Double your pleasure, double your fun. Gave out two picks yesterday. I said, listen to me. You bet on the Brew Crew. You bet on the Dodgers in game one of the doubleheader. You go 2-0. 2-0 day. How'd the rest of you guys do, Kubaloo? Well, Ben, it wasn't good. Uh, Eddie lost. Uh, Loser. Yeah, I, I lost. Stupid Loser. But Roberto won. Good job, Roberto. All right, here's who I like today. Listen to me. This is a solid play. I'm not going to – there's some massive favorites. I looked at the, the lines in baseball. The Washington Nationals do not have a starting pitcher name. Their starting pitcher is to be determined, and they're a minus 200 favorite over the Orioles. That's insane. Uh, Corey Kluber is a minus 300 favorite for the Indians over the White Sox. I'm not going to bet on either one of those games. I'm going to take the Boston Red Sox in Minnesota with David Price on the mound to bounce back against the Minnesota Twins and Lance Lynn. Now, past statistics tell you what has happened. They don't tell you what's going to happen. But the Red Sox have won David Price's last seven starts. When he's pitched lately, uh, they've done well. And he's very good against the bottom-feeding teams in baseball like the Twins. The Twins also have only one win in their last seven starts against left-handed pitching. They haven't done very well with Lance Lynn on the mound. I'm all in with... David Price and the Sox to take down the Twins. What about you, Eddie? World Cup action, Uruguay against Saudi Arabia. Give me Uruguay minus a goal and a half. I'm more of a Paraguay fan than a Uruguay. That's what I've heard about yeah. you. Uh, all right, what about you, Roberto? Wearing his, you guys, Laker jacket, Dodger Lakers. hat, and the Mexican shirt there. You're fully, you're fully right. uh, decked out, yes. Um, I'm going with uh, Spain over Iran. Can you name one player on Spain? Go ahead. Diego Costa, Sergio Ramos, uh, Andres Iniesta. Hold on a sec. Let me fact check. Eddie, is he right? I have no idea, okay. but Spain is, uh, Spain is minus a goal and a half. 
Oh, so you're laying the goal and a half? Yes, sir. Ooh, they got to win it's by gonna two. It's going to be a spanking. Wow. Okay, that's a lot. To, that's a lot of goals to lay. It's a big number. Guarantee it. Guarantee, Roberto. Okay, he's putting his his integrity. That's your integrity fee. Your, your that's yeah, my right. integrity fee. Uh, okay, yes, all right. definitely. What about you, Kubaloop here? Ben, I'm all in on the New York Yankees over the Seattle Mariners and Felix Hernandez, who is no longer the king. Betting against King Felix. All right, there it is. All in our tribute to sports wagering. So we're gonna call this the Mister Softy game. Okay, and the way this will work is we have to figure out who is the bigger Mr. Soft. And we're going to go to Major League Baseball. Now, the San Francisco Giants, Hunter Strickland, we mentioned this earlier, but if you weren't listening, it doesn't matter. Hunter Strickland fractured his hand punching a door. At least that's what the Giants are claiming. He blew a two-run lead the other night against the Marlins. He thought, this is like a minor league team. What the hell? So he's going to be out for over a month, possibly a couple of months here, for Hunter Strickland. So that's option number one. Door number one, ironically, is Hunter Strickland. Behind door number two on the Mr. Softy game is Chicago Cubs closer Brandon Morrow. Now, Brandon Morrow was not available to pitch in the first game or the second game of the doubleheader against the Dodgers, his former team. Why? He injured his back taking his pants off after a road trip. At least that's what he said. He was unavailable because of back spasms that he says started by taking off his pants. All right, so let's play the game here. Which baseball closer is the bigger softy on the Mr. Softy game? Uh, I am going to go first on this, and uh, the way I see this, I am going to go. I don't think this is actually that that close. I am going to go with Brandon Morrow, right? I am going to go with Brandon Morrow here. Clearly, the winner on this toss-up question. You got to go with that. Uh, you're taking your pants off. He's 33 years old. He's a professional athlete. You got to be able to take your pants off without getting a back spasm. That's embarrassing. Punching a door, he's more of a space cadet, hothead, meathead type of action. Uh, but, no, it's clearly Brandon Moore. What about you, Eddie? Well, Ben, even if uh, Pants Boy there was uh, maybe he had a hot uh, hottie over in the Ooh. hotel room. He was in, a, he was in a hurry to try and get the pants off. Another layer, it's, yeah. It's still it's not a very smooth move. You know, you, you don't want to be uh, act yeah. like you're uh, – you know, in that big of a hurry, you got to take the pants off slowly yeah. and in control. So he's definitely the softer guy. Yeah, and if you're going to injure yourself taking your pants off, you lie about it, right? You say, oh, I was pumping some iron in the gym. You know, I was doing some stuff in the gym. I hurt myself. Tweaked my back, work, back working out. Uh, what about you, Roberto? You went in on this? Uh, say, you, I agree with you. All right, we agree. Koopa uh, Loop, any disagreement on this, Coop? We all agree. Uh, that Brady- yeah, I got to agree, too. All I've right. uh, lost, you know, temper before and thrown things or hit things, so I can I can uh, sympathize. So. Yeah. But uh, taking off your pants, you gotta you gotta be able to do that. I had a program director one time. We did a bad segment, and he ran down the hall, kind of waddled down the hall, because he was kind of overweight. He waddled down the hall, and he waited for the commercial break. And he came in, and he starts banging the wall. Now in radio stations, we have soundproofing on the walls because whatever. And so he starts punching the soundproofing on the wall. He said, like, "You amateurs." 
what are you doing? He's like, punching the wall hysterically. That's, uh, that's my memory of punching the wall. I don't, I don't think I've punched the wall. I've, you, know, you know what my move when I get really angry? I throw crap. And I scream profanity. That's what I, I don't punch walls. I'm not a puncher. I throw things. I think the last time I got, what was the last time I got really, really upset? Well, the most famous blow up was, was with, with Bergie, old pink guy back in the day there, Bergie, one of my old producers. I got really upset with him one time. We would scream in the hallways. It was great, though. We'd yell at each other, get worked up over something. It was a lot of fun. Uh, anyway, there's the Mr. Softy game. Congratulations to Brandon Morrow of the Chicago Cubs. Can you get one of those devices that old people use to take their pants off and their socks and all that? Can you know, send in that to them, right? Yeah? All right. Could Manny be on the move? We will discuss. Welcome in the beginning. Of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. What happens? Let me ask you a question. What happens 41 days from today? All right, what happened? You look at your, your your phone there. It's June 20th. What happens 41 days from today? That is correct. The baseball trade deadline, July 31st. Always a big day in my household. I don't know about you. We have a party. It's a lot of fun. Draft day. Uh, trade day, actually, is the the big event. I, I remember one year I, w- I made the mistake. I was in New York uh, visiting my brother, and that was the year that Manny Ramirez got traded to the Dodgers, and I missed it. I did miss all the excitement because I was on a train. I was like, damn. Uh, anyway, it is expected that there are going to be a lot of transactions. Now, the festivities got started this week. Kansas City sent their closer, Kelvin Herrera, uh, Kelvin Herrera to the Nationals for a gaggle of minor league players. And that should lead, in theory, to a ripple effect where there are at least some more relief pitchers that are traded. So far, nothing's happened. But some of the other players that could be moved include Manny Machado. And there's more information on Manny Machado, the all-star of, of Baltimore. Now, if you've not been following the baseball meat market, there is a new suitor. You might maybe miss this. There's a new suitor that's emerged for the Oriole. Uh, and uh, you're talking about the Arizona Diamondbacks who have reportedly been discussing a trade for the Baltimore Orioles slugging infielder, Manny Machado. So I I wanted to talk about this with you, have some conversation. John Paul Morosi, now he goes by just John Morosi. When I used to talk to him all the time, he was John Paul Morosi, Fox Sports, the state-run MLB Network reporter. He claims that the Diamondbacks have been in contact with Baltimore about a trade for Manny Machado. Okay, so the question, does it make sense for Arizona to deal for what would be a high-priced rental in Manny Machado? If you look at your National League West standings, the Diamondbacks have a game-and-a-half lead over the Dodgers, and there's there's started to be some separation in the National League West because you got Arizona and the Dodgers who are above 500. Everybody else in the division is below 500. The Giants and the Rockies are close to 500, but they're under. The Padres are seven games under 500. So does it make sense for the Diamondbacks, who are currently 
in the penthouse in the National League West to make a deal for Manny Machado. Absolutely. You bet. Yes. Listen, uh, it would be better for me if they don't do this, but if I'm advising the Diamondbacks and former sports talk radio host Derek Hall, who I used to work with, who's now the big CEO over there in Arizona, yes, you, you bet you make this trade for Manny Machado. I told the Dodgers in April to trade for Manny Machado. Did they listen to me? No. They didn't listen to me. It's a bad job. They hung on to every two-bit prospect. Bothers me. My observations on this, you've got pudding, the gunslinger, and dramatic, right? You got all that. Uh, We'll begin with the fact that Manny Machado can be yours at a bargain basement rate. Baltimore is up against it. They're not going to pay Machado the amount of money that he wants. They can't compete with the big market teams in baseball, nor do they want to. And right now, the Orioles, I don't know if you've been following this because who the hell would watch the Orioles? They're unwatchable. They are sitting at 20 wins. 20. We're not that far away from, from July. They've been playing baseball since the end of March. They've got 20 wins. It's June 20th. Things are not going well. This is like a tanking situation. Between the Royals, the Orioles, the White Sox, uh, they're all the Reds, the Marlins. They're all trying to get that number one pick. There is no lottery in baseball. Right now, the Orioles are winning. They have a one-game lead over the Royals for the worst record in baseball. But they are tied in the loss column. They're a hot mess. Dysfunctional. It, it, no one's going to the games during the week. It's, it's horrific for the Orioles. So it makes sense if you're Baltimore. You're not going to keep Machado. It makes sense to trade him. Otherwise, if Machado just leaves as a free agent, the Orioles would get a draft pick as compensation. Wouldn't you rather get some minor league players that you can select from the Diamondbacks as opposed to uh, you know, a lottery ticket? You know, you're getting a lottery ticket either way if you get rid of Machado. What's the point of keeping him? You get rid of him here, you, you unload him now, have the separation right now, and you get something in return. Uh, you know, it's because Machado's going to leave in December anyway. He's going to leave the Orioles. Now, from Arizona's perspective, you got to look at both sides. Arizona's perspective, this is a business model that works. Trading for a rental player works. The proof is in the pudding. My evidence, you go back to last year, the Arizona Diamondbacks made a trade with a free agent to be. He was playing for the Detroit Tigers at the time named J.D. Martinez. And how did that work out? J.D. Martinez was literally King Kong for Arizona for the final couple months of the baseball season. He had 29 home runs over 62 games, 29, and drove in 65 runs and helped Arizona get to the playoffs last year where they lost to who? That's right, the Dodgers. Uh, And now J.D. Martinez is leading uh, the world in home runs for the Red Sox. Uh, So he, he did his job. Playoff games. As you know, extra revenue for baseball teams in the postseason. The earnings go up. It's good for the bottom line. You get to the playoffs. Arizona's in first place right now. The Dodgers are lurking. They're lurking. They're a snake in the grass trying to take down the other snake, the Diamondbacks. Now, in addition, all right, the minor league system. Here's the way I look at this. 
I feel like I'm, I'm an outlier on this. Everyone's all in love with these minor league players. The way I look at this, the minor league system in baseball is a tool in the toolbox, right? It's something you have to enhance the major league team. Take advantage of it. Arizona gave up three minor league players to Detroit last year to get J.D. Martinez. He left. They got a draft pick as compensation. They gave up these minor league players. How's that going? One of those minor league players is playing in the Eastern League in Erie, hitting 278. Another one's in the New York Penn League. He's only played three games. I believe he's hurt. The third guy, that's going on a limb, the third guy's in Toledo hitting 288. In other words, Arizona gave up nothing, and they got something. All right? none, none of those guys are projected to be major league players or key major league players. Remember the golden rule, right? Prospects are suspects until proven otherwise, and trades are supposed to be quid pro quo. you got to give up something. Uh, in this case, Arizona last year didn't give up anything. As it turned out, they gave up some players, but you know, they didn't really do anything. You can be passive. There's, there's two ways to approach it. You can be passive and not make a trade, which is seemingly what the Dodgers uh, like to do quite a bit. Uh, this current regime with the Dodgers, or you can be hyper-aggressive. I, I like it. Now, I, I wish the Diamondbacks uh, don't make this trade. It would be better for me. But, again, it sounds like the Diamondbacks are going to go with the gunslinger approach. And, uh, and I like that. I respect the enthusiasm of Arizona. Now, now, where would they put Machado? I guess they'd plug him in at shortstop. They already have a third baseman in Arizona. Uh, they don't have much at the shortstop position offensively. And and also remember, these, these minor league players, this is a renewable resource, the prospects. Every year they have this thing called the draft, and you can pick a whole bunch of new players. And, and you, know, you harvest those minor league players in the draft, and you can replenish your minor league system. So I have no problem trading minor league players because most of these guys don't live up to the hype. They don't. All right, last observation here. Every contending team, every single team in baseball should be trying to get Manny Machado. Even the ones like the Yankees that don't even need him. The Red Sox who don't really need him. Although they could plug him in at third base and uh, Rafael Devers not exactly lighting the world on fire. But you go down the list there. You got a shot to get this guy. Even for a month and a half, two months, you do it. Let's see what he can do. I, I think this is going to be interesting. I hope he gets traded. It's intriguing. What would Machado do at this point in his career in a pennant race? Right? Manny Machado landing with a contender would add a nice, dramatic plot twist to the baseball season. And baseball's got a problem. It's a, you know, it's a small problem now, but it's something to keep an eye on. And what I mean is the top young players in baseball that have been around for a couple of years that are the stars of the game, the three headliners, none of them have been performers in October. Uh, to back that up, Manny Machado, 25 years old. He's been to the playoffs a couple of different times in Baltimore. Uh, not exactly lighting the world on fire. I mean, you, you look at Bryce Harper, Machado, Mike Trout, Goose eggs and zeros, this young generation of baseball players in October. Bryce Harper is a 211 postseason hitter uh, in 19 playoff games. He's got five home runs. Manny Machado, 
in seven playoff games, been to the wild card game a couple times. He's hit 174 in the postseason. We've talked about Mike Trout ad nauseum beating a dead horse or a dead fish. Uh, Mike Trout hitting 083. Terrible, horrible, and really bad. That is accurate, yes. Accurate analysis. All right, it's the Ben Mather Show on Fox. On Fox, and uh, we continue on here, and it's that time to add an added bonus for your dancing and dining pleasure. Tinderoni tips. Tinderoni tips. That's right, I said that. In a bit of a dry spell. Tinder guru Danny G is here to help. If you have a romantic query and you are under the age of 50 and you're not freaky or disgusting, please give us a call. All right, Danny G making his way into the main studio, and he is uh, set up. Hello, Danny. Thanks for coming hey. in early here. Good morning. How's the new shift going? Everything good? Yes. Yeah, everything's good. All right. Uh, Happy hump day. These are actual questions by actual people on Twitter, right? Yeah. Yeah, and including a couple of DMs. Okay, uh, someone named Anonymous. Yeah, that's one of the DMs. Isn't that a hacker? <laughs> no, that's anonymous. It's somebody that's uh, you know that doesn't want to put their name on it. Yeah, and we will soon be on Periscope. Is that right? Yeah, I see, I see Eddie, Eddie walking over here Eddie's right now. He's lurking it's himself. Eddie on FSR on Periscope. Ooh, look at line four. Oh yeah, should we start with that? Well, if you want, yeah, you want to start with yeah. Line that's four? how we used to do it. All right, let's start, ladies and gentlemen. On line four, he's got the pipes. We go to Ohio. We say hello to Mister Smooth. Oh! He's back. He's heavily Good morning. Good morning, Ben. <laughs> heavily breathing. Danny G and all my fellas across the nation. With the NBA draft being just around the corner, we want to remind the fellas this today. You know, there's all types of drafts. There's military. There is uh, the type of draft that you have when you go and buy something. But the main draft, like beer... You know, fellas are enjoying all night long. But if there was a draft when it comes to love, fellas, tell your ladies today, the only thing that you would ever draft would be her. I'm Mr. Smooth. <laughs> all right. I'll talk to you in seven uh, months. Thank you. Be good, Mr. We missed you, Mr. Smooth. Yeah, Mrs. He heavy goes. breathing. He was a little out of practice there. I don't know what you're talking about. It was very smooth. In fact, he paused for 10 seconds. I mean, that's, uh, you know, what the hell happened. We've all been there. All right, so Anonymous writes in, and this is love advice if you haven't figured that out, Danny G. Dating, relationship advice. Yeah, it's where sports meets dating. All right, Anonymous on Twitter says, a girl who cheated on me feels bad and wants at least to be friends. Uh, What do you you guys think? Uh, I bet she feels bad, that hoochie. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's a tough one. And once somebody does something like that to you, can can you really go back to being their their buddy, their friend? Well, unless yeah. unless the friend zone's changed, isn't the friend zone? Well, I going to say zone, if she's giving you some sort of uh, you know, uh, um, how do I say it? Affection? Yeah, well, yeah, uh, attention, you know, to make up for it. Uh, yeah, then that's one thing. But to just be your buddy and wants to text you once in a while, no. Well, guys approach the friend zone as the bullpen. So do you want that in your bullpen? Would you want to release that? You don't need that in your bullpen. Yeah. That's, that's the decision you got to make. It's bad mojo. Yeah. All right. Uh, David on Twitter says, uh, I've got a Tinderoni that makes a volunteer con- a voluntary concession without letting me know 
it's one until months later. Like, uh, you're going to Josh Groban because I went to Megadeth. Uh, what is that? Okay. That, my friend, is co- called compromise. Ben knows this very well. I do. Because yes. to get that million-dollar WEI contract signed, uh-huh. you had to make the deal with your wife to start going to musicals with her, right? Well, yeah, I went to one musical at the Hollywood Bowl. Which is unfortunate because Ben's a huge Megadeth fan, right? <laughs> I am. I love Megadeth. I grew up on Megadeth. Yes, uh, absolutely. Ben, you'd probably rather see Josh Groban than Megadeth. <laughs> uh, yeah. What, what is the one thing your wife couldn't drag you to? You would oh, just flat it. out put your foot well, down. It hasn't come it. up yet, but if it does come up, I'll let you know. I, I have right. not. I've been pretty. So uh, she's got pretty good taste then. She hasn't. Yeah, yeah, it's it's well. No, I don't know about that. We have different tastes. And <laughs> Look I, at clowning you know, so, on her taste. I well, like no, it. I mean I'm more into <laughs> sports stuff, and she's yeah. into musicals and, and stuff like that. The girly stuff. Yeah, but that's I've, I've you know, women usually do that. It's like I, you know I did you, know, you did this, so I have to do that, or vice. You know that's how it works. So. I mean we know it comes with the territory. If you're gonna have a girlfriend, you're gonna go to some things that you would you know not usually go to. It's just part of the deal. So. All right, Daniel on Twitter says, there's a girl who will not give me a photo, he says, uh, of herself from the stomach down. Is that a red flag? <laughs> yes, she has yeah. no legs. <laughs> she has no legs. How about this? Here's another red flag. Why have you not met her in person to see what she's like no, from he, the stomach down? he met down. her, but she was standing behind a, a wall, and you couldn't see what she looked like below Below is there. she on the wall like <laughs> yeah. Humpty Dumpty? Um, no, it was like a bar. You know, they met at a bar, and he she was on the other side of the bar. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty easy to figure out. She's hiding a belly there, so you got to be okay with that. If her personality matches the belly, you're good. Yeah, that's a bad job by her, man. Because you know, we <laughs> and women, no, seriously, there's that angle. The above, we've yeah. talked about the above angle makes yeah. the belly disappear. You put the phone above. <laughs> you look down. You everyone looks beautiful. Especially uh, you know, women, man. You look great with that. that Undersell. I, I say stick the belly out in your photo. That way, when they meet you in person, you actually look thin. All right. Uh, Thomas, he says Thomas and Thomas Mack. Is that the Thomas and Mack Center in Vegas, the home of the UNLV running nice. Rebels? What's up, Vegas? Uh, I don't know. He says, I'm trying to get in good with my new girlfriend's mom. Uh, what's the move? Okay. So. What do you uh, do, Dave? Flowers, I'll, booze? Baked uh, goods, baked alcohol. Goods. Take the mom out on a date, wine and dine. No, I'm kidding. Take her to the uh, gun store. I don't know what do you yeah. Uh, yeah, you, moms usually like gifts, uh, especially if you pay attention to something that the mom likes. You you got to do intel. You got to, uh, you know, find out through the girl what her mom really yeah, likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as, as long as the mom knows you're paying attention to her likes and all that, she's usually cool with you, unless you're a d bag. Then no, nothing's think, gonna you help. Think Thomas you. is a d bag. No, no, I didn't say that. But could be a d. <laughs> we'll find out. Oh no, Thomas. Yeah, keep us updated. Bring, bring her her favorite baked good and then let, let us know how it goes. Uh, so we're still on Periscope. It's Eddie on FSR. We'll have some bonus stuff over there. But thank you, Danny. I appreciate it. There is a Tinderoni tips. We'll have a little more uh, bonus coverage. Yeah, and if you have uh, any relationship or dating questions, you could send them even direct message at Danny G Radio on Twitter. Yeah. All right. A baseball player has said he really does not want to go to the Major League All-Star game in fact, he intimated that he is going to go to extreme measures to avoid the All-Star game. We'll get to that. We'll take your phone calls. We'll do it next. 
You can't lick your own elbow, travel at light speed, or sneeze with your eyes open. However, you have the power to increase the audience of The Ben Maller Show. Tweet, Instagram, and Facebook post about the show. Don't be bashful. Tell your friends and family about our distinct program. Tell bad new listeners like yourself. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We will have Password, the word game of the stars, coming up a little bit later in the hour. Look forward to that for your dancing and dining pleasure. Right now to the phones we go, and Jed, who fled, is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Jed. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Man. Uh-oh. No, no, it's all good, dude. I just didn't even realize the dude gave this straggler a ride to the next town and a pack of cigarettes a couple weeks ago, and that's probably Jesus, dude. I didn't even realize it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you can get a golden ticket to heaven. They're available. Yeah, this guy had golden tickets, and I said, holy crap, you know Big Mal? He's like, no, this is for eternal salvation. And I was like, get that out of my face. Well, according to the story, it's in a behind a KFC in Florida. They're, they're selling the golden tickets. So I, I've got many things from behind a KFC in Florida, but it was not eternal salvation. <laughs> it was in a, a it was in a bag, and they were yeah. It had nicknames, interesting nicknames. I hear you. Well, do tell, do tell. Now, then it's because Jesus welcome around these parts, just so you know. Now, the Mexican soccer World Cup fanboys, dude. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you're not a fan. Well, I just when you turn on a U.S. national soccer team competitive event hosting in their host country, Mexico, in sunny Los Angeles, California, and you look at the demographics of the stadium, do you tell me if we live in the same country, dude? I, I don't. Well, you're I in Florida, so I, are you saying there's not a lot of people pulling for the Mexican national soccer team in the state of Florida? Then there's there's there's, there's not a people there's that no, would look kindly upon soccer fans in the state of Florida. At least, at least the real yeah, Florida. No, I'm not a I'm not gonna I'm not a soccer uh, fan. I'm watching it a little bit, but I'm not like it's not my favorite Man, thing to do. Which, what? It's because you're an American with good sense, dude. Soccer is another well, one. No, of it's because I work at Fox Sports Radio. I work at Fox Sports Radio. The games are on Fox Sports uh, and uh, FS1, and that's part of the reason. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. God, I love soccer, man. Watch those games. <laughs> but, but yeah. what, you're a man guy. You, you, you sound like uh, a gay. And that's not a sexual reference thing, but, man. What? I mean, three of those four guys had accents. They're probably not even legal. I mean, soccer sucks. Y'all take care. All right. Uh, thank you. Very positive, Jed. Uh, let's go to Nikki Two Times. In Minneapolis. Hello, Nikki, two times. What's up, Benny? How you doing? Uh, it's Benny one time. <laughs> <That's my dear. laughs> What's going on? I, li- I like the name, Nikki, two times. How can we help you? Thank you. Yeah, I, was, I was just talking about LeBron James. He's uh, When he gets 40 years old, will it be like Michael Jordan? Uh, yes, he'll suck, just like Jordan sucked when he was uh, 40 oh, years old. Yes. Yes, he'll Did be back. you ever bet. see Jordan block? Off the backboard when he was 40? Uh, I saw him play with the Washington Wizards when he was 40, and uh, he was okay. But he, I don't remember him playing uh, <laughs> the full amount of minutes. But maybe maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe maybe Jordan averaged 35 points a game when his, his last year in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. That's what he did. He was a still a good player. <laughs> Well, this, you know, Jordan and Jordan's the greatest of all time, and LeBron James is the greatest of this generation that's currently playing. But, you know, fine. Well, will he play at forty? 
Will well, well, LeBron claims if you believe the people around him that he wants to play with his kid. So if you do the oh, math, yeah. if you do the math, his his kid's what five six years away from being an NBA eligible player, assuming the limit goes back to eighteen. Uh, he comes so, out of high school. Yeah, if he comes out of high school, so yeah, LeBron would have to play till he's forty. Like yeah, Jordan, Jordan was thirty nine his last year with the Washington Wizards. And he what he, he shot like forty four percent I think his last year in the NBA. I loved when he did that. You you enjoy that? You really you don't like him in Chicago? You didn't like him, but when he played in Washington, you loved him. No, I thought he was a better player when he played in Washington. Really? Yeah. I, wow. I, I thought he played with Larry Hughes and. Uh, That's right. And uh, who else was on that team? Uh, Juan Dixon. Remember Juan Dixon? <laughs> Maryland. Who? Yeah, he was a good college player, not so not so much in the NBA. Uh, was there uh, Brandon Haywood, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, Brendan Haywood. Brendan. Brendan Haywood. Yeah, Haywood. He Hayward, was from yeah. uh, North Carolina with Michael. Well, this is one. Let's do a deep dive on the Washington Wizards of 03. No, I think we need to fully break down. You know, Ty Lue was a teammate of Michael Jordan. How about that? Did you know that? Ty Lue. Kwame, about that one. Kwame Brown, of course. Uh, that was because you know, Jordan got him drafted. Yeah. Charles Oakley. Oakley played. Christian Leitner played on that team. How about that? I don't remember oh, Leitner on that team. Yeah, he, he didn't play he very much. He was a good shooter. He was a good shooter. At Duke, he was a very good shooter. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I got to go. You're, you're, I like your your energy's good, but I, I'm, you know, come on. I got to go. Thank you. That's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We're going to play Password, the word game of the stars, coming up here in a couple of minutes from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We'll get to that uh, as well. Also, the baseball player going to extreme measures, extreme measures to get out of the All-Star game. We'll talk about that in addition. Right now, though, Eddie Garcia is here. He'll give you the latest. Eddie? Well, then we'll start in NBA news where San Antonio Spurs head coach Greg Popovich has reportedly traveled to Southern California to meet with disgruntled star Kawhi Leonard in what is thought to be the last-ditch effort to convince Leonard to try and stay in San Antonio. In baseball games of note, the Astros franchise record-tying 12-game winning streak comes to an end with a 2-1 loss to the Rays. Yankees over the Mariners 7-2. New York moves one game up on Boston for first in the AL East. Red Sox fall to the Twins 6-2. Brewers get by the Pirates 3-2. Milwaukee with a win moves into First place, the NL Central, a half game up on Chicago. The Cubs split a doubleheader with the Dodgers, losing the first game 4-3, winning the second game 2-1 in 10. Angels over the Diamondbacks, 5-4. Arizona's lead on L.A. atop the NL West is down to a game and a half. Soccer, day six of the World Cup, saw Russia beat Egypt 3-1. Senegal down Poland 2-1, and Japan beat Colombia 2-1. Day seven of the World Cup gets underway at 8 a.m. Eastern time this morning on FS1. This report's brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Prize from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, remember that bizarre situation with the Ottawa Senators in the NHL where the fiancé of player Mike Hoffman was accused of harassing the wife of star teammate Eric Carlson I believe the proper through social media? Cyberbullying. Cyberbullying, yes. yes, was the term that yes. was used. Uh, the Carlsons actually sought a restraining order against this woman. Well, not surprisingly, the Senators traded away Mike Hoffman on oh, Tuesday. Boo. They sent him to the San Jose Sharks, who then traded him to the Florida Panthers. So uh, right. he's now playing for the Florida Pass around like a Petri Panthers. Dish, and I guess his fiance is going to Florida as well. So. Going all over the place. Well, good luck. He gone. All right. We guess to live in Florida. Beautiful, right? 
Team's not very good, but he gets to live in Florida. It's not bad. Right, so the Ben Maller Show, we're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It's all you have to do. We're going to play Password in a moment. But first, David Price. Now, he's pitching for the Boston Red Sox tonight against the Minnesota Twins. He's on the mound. Let's just say that David Price does not want to be in the Major League Baseball All-Star game. What's my evidence? Uh, David Price said if he is picked for the American League All-Star squad, he claimed he will come up with something. He says, if I'm an All-Star, I won't have to pitch. I'll play a lot of Fortnite the night before the All-Star game, he said. Uh, Now, there's a couple things. First of all, David Price... Uh, is like a wet blanket. He doesn't really have a sense of of humor. He's a he's a malcontent. He's a pouty face guy. I believe he was trying to be funny though. I think this was David Price's uh, attempt to be to be a comedian. I think, uh, but I will tell David Price if he does play Fortnite and injure himself, I recommend sleep therapy, and that's with my friends over at Sleep Number. Uh, I absolutely love my sleep number bed, but the, the sleep numbers got not they don't just have beds. Now the bed's what they're known for. All right, that's their bread and butter. That's that well, that's actually their bed. Uh it's just amazing. But I've talked a lot about sleep number and the experience I have on the bed and how great it is. It's improved uh my experience and uh, once you go over to sleep number, you never go back, right? If you're someone though that struggles with sleep, we're getting into the hotter time of the year here. It's uh, cranking up. I saw the, the weather in Vegas this week. It's going to be like 113 in Vegas on Saturday. It's cranking up the heat. And a lot of people, not just in Vegas, but other places, it's hard to sleep in these temperatures. Let me tell you about the all-new dual-temp individual layer from Sleep Number. It's the innovation you have been waiting for. Now, it's not just for the, the warm weather where you're trying to get cooler, which is what's going on right now. It's also if you want to get a little warmer. So cooler, warmer, doesn't matter. You decide, and you just add the dual temp layer to either side of the bed. You're going to sleep up to 35% cooler or warmer. And check this out. Now, the dual temp layer can be added to any mattress brand. Now, you should have sleep number, but let's say you haven't gotten it yet. You know, you're still thinking about it? Well, listen, you can still get the dual temp layer. It does not have to be a sleep number bed. Select from multiple temperature levels and all at a touch of a button. My sleep number setting on my bed is 50. I don't know yet my dual temp layer. I got to get this, seriously. I, I am someone, I have to have it really arctic for me to get a good night's sleep, or in my case, a good day's sleep. Finally, the blissful, cooling comfort that you deserve at a very comfortable price. Come in and feel the difference, the temperature difference from our friends at Sleep Number. You're only going to find the dual temp layer. You know where, right? Yes, sleepnumber.com or any of these 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide. I'm assuming not that far away from where you are right now. There's a Sleep Number store. Uh, visit sleepnumber.com slash Maller. See, you got to put my name in there. It's M-A-L-L-E-R. Sleepnumber.com slash Maller to find the store near you. All right, let's play the game. Here we go. It's Password. Attention, everyone. And the password is Password. 
you fool, you idiot, you moron. All right, it's password time. Let's welcome in our contestants. First of all, from Boston, we say hello to Danny. Hello, Danny. Hey, Ben, how you doing? Didn't we just talk to you earlier, Danny? No, 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 no. no. This is Daniel in Indonesia. Oh, oh, are you in Boston now, Danny? Yes, I am, and I'm going to meet my contractors today to renovate my place. Well, we're very excited here, and uh, we're looking forward to your restaurant. And you have a name for it yet? Uh, just DT's Barbecue um, yeah. with Famous Rib Man's Texas Rub. Let me tell you something right now, okay? You got yep. to invest in some cheap toys for the kids. Make You want the families to come in there, okay? All right, all a right. A kid gets a little toy, the kid wants to go back to, to Danny's Barbecue Restaurant. It's marketing, okay? okay? I'm telling yep. you. Okay. With a kid's meal, you get a toy. They're going to love yep. it. I'm telling you. Yep. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that from McDonald's. All right, anyway, all right, all right. Hold on, Danny. Okay. Uh, And uh, we've got, oh, shockingly, Justin in Cincinnati. Hello, Justin. That was the longest commercial I've ever heard for Sleep Number. Oh, you want me to go longer? Go to sleepnumber.com slash Maller. That's M-A-L-L-E-R, the dual temp layer. That'll work. Any mattress, Justin. You seem like uh, you like it really hot. No, I actually like it cool. Oh, all right. I'm a cool guy, too. That's how I do things. I like it very cool. I have several fans positioned strategically around the bed. That's what I do. Get the full Arctic effect while I'm sleeping. Okay, Justin, uh, now you call all the time. You love the game shows, so hold on. And uh, let's partner up here. Then we'll pause for the cause, play the game. Danny in Boston, formerly of Indonesia. Danny, who would you like to partner up with, Danny? Uh, I'm going to have to go with you, Ben. And I hope this isn't fixed for Justin because I know he got, you know, kind of screwed the last he time. He didn't so. get screwed at all. All right, hold on, uh, Danny. Uh, Justin, who do you want to partner up with? Coop. What? Coop. All right. Oh, Coop. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That ought to be interesting. Blood rivals, uh, and they will be teamed up. So Justin and Coop, Danny in Boston, and me, Ben. And we're going to. Oh, I already know what's going to happen here. What a jackass. (laughs) We're going to have password. Coop sensing a tank job. We're going to have password, the word game of the stars in its entirety. We'll get to that next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And we are right back to it. It's Password, the word game of the stars. If you're just checking out the show right now, the matchup, Danny, who lived in Indonesia for years, he's now back in Boston. He's going to open a restaurant soon. We're excited about that. Going to have food dishes named after us. That's kind of exciting. That's pretty cool. And we've got him teamed up with me. Koopa Loop is with Justin in Cincinnati. They are blood rivals. And so that is the matchup. And uh, the the numbers, uh, words 1 through 10, and that means, Roberto, you're going to have to keep score there along with Eddie. Uh, you can keep score as well, Eddie. Uh, and so, Danny, you got on the air first. You got to pick a number 1 
through 10, it's just like the TV show that keeps getting canceled. Password, we'll give you clues. Try to get the right word. Okay, I'll go with lucky number three. All right, lucky number three. Very good. All right, let's go with, how about team? Club? Yeah, that's right. Good job by you. Wow. Wow. You have have ESP. That is right. We were looking for the word club. Good job by you. All right. Koopa Loop, you are up with Justin in Cincinnati. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure this will go well. Uh, Justin, pick a number. You can't pick number three, but one. Oh, number two, sorry. Number two, okay. All right. Uh, Let's go with... I don't know what that means. Knitting. What is it? Knitting. Sewing? Yeah. That could, that works. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We're, t- we're tied up at 10. Back wow. we go to Danny. Danny, uh, number one or four through 10? Um, seven. Word number seven. All right. Uh, let's go with. Audio. Sound. No. All right, uh, Justin, let's go with airwaves. Ooh. Transmitted? <laughs> no. no. All right. Uh, I said audio. How about uh, broadcast? Danny. Yeah, that's right. Good job by you. That's eight points. It's 18 to 10. You're listening to Password, the word game of the stars. And we move the pendulum back over to Koopa Loop with Justin in Cincinnati. Word number four on our game here. Uh, So go ahead, uh, Justin. You're going to pick one, four, five, six, or eight, nine, ten. Number ten. Number ten. Go ahead, Koopa. All right, let's go with hours. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Time. Yeah! <laughs> All right, back to you, Danny. Back into the lead for back. Justin. Uh, shut up, Eddie. We didn't need you to check. 20 go, to go, 18. Go ahead, Danny. Go ahead, job, Danny. Eddie. We got one. This is really disjointed. One, four, five, six, eight, nine. Let's go with number eight. Number eight. All right. Let's go with discount. Bargain. No. All right, Justin, we're going we're gonna to nail the coffin here. You heard Ben's clue. Oh, leave me out of this. Don't heard, try to piggyback. You heard Ben's That's clue. That's my work. Leave my work out of this. My clue is voucher. Yeah, coupon. No, you idiot. What are you doing? Ben? Coupon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Danny, you just scored your own goal, you moron. He's like you're a like, World uh, Cup. You're like a World Cup guy. You own scored goal. in your own goal. I um, want Justin to win today. Oh, okay. Well, fine. We'll end the stupid game then. <laughs> That's that? it. All right. Fine. He didn't say coupon. He said coop one. No, he uh, said coop. Co- <laughs> All right. Shut up. Coop one. Yeah, yeah. Sure yeah. you did. All right. Well, I hope you have better luck with your restaurant, Danny. That's it. <laughs> 
yet another golden ticket for this weasel Charleston in Cincinnati. Hey, one thing before I go, suck at Coop and Ralph Urban's mom is four. Oh, oh hang on. Get out of here. I was going to wish him a happy birthday, but uh, I hope he has a terrible birthday. Oh, it's his birthday? Yeah, I hope he has a horrible birthday. I hope the cake sucks and uh, no one gives you any presents. How about that? Is he like 42 now? I don't know. I, I read it was his birthday. He was begging for a shout-out, but I'm not going to give him a shout-out. So screw him. You get nothing. That's right. Have a good day. You get nothing, as the old line goes. All right, well, there it is, password, the word game of the stars. I'm, what's up with Danny, man? Yelling out the correct answer. <laughs> it wasn't even his turn. He was just screaming. What's up with that, Eddie? Explain that to me. What's the I, logic you know, behind that? For a second, that? I was like, why, are you, why is Ben screaming at him? <laughs> I realized yeah, it was the other it was guy. My guy. It was the other it guy. It was my guy, yeah. and he was helping that, out that the was other great. team. The own goal. That's the, yeah, the <laughs> own goal, or it's like J.R. Smith dribbling out the clock, although this was even worse. This was a bigger sin for Danny. Horrible, horrible, and really bad. Yeah. You know what's also really <laughs> – got to rip baseball, Eddie. I, I don't have much time here. Why? Rob Manford is investigating how the Terry Collins video got out. Remember that video from yes, last I week? Yes, I love that video. Yeah. They say it's against the collective oh, bargaining agreement. This is great. What, let me tell you something. Some of my great memories you're, – you're around my age, Eddie. Remember the Earl, Earl, Earl Weaver, Lasorda videos? Yes. Those are now apparently banned from baseball. Oh, stupid baseball. So stupid. Exactly. This is great. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? 
backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.